This week's episode here's on Get is brought to you in part by Big Effin' Explosions. Nothing says America like a big effing explosion. And if you missed your chance to set off some big explosions this past weekend, I feel really bad for you because uh, it means you're automatically a communist and there's a good chance that uh, you're going to get deported. So, uh, sorry about that. America! Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly employed podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tab Burt, and with me today, as always, Tim the Handlebreaker. That's right. And with us, as usual, on mixing and mastering, Todd Seidel. Hey, hello, hello. I am officially laid off as of this, as of, and actually, I think the day the episode came out, officially laid off, so... Woo. Congratulations. Welcome to the Get club. some of that government money. Yeah. Uh, I did have a... I had not a that cl- well, you're in that club. I'm not in that club. <laughs> I, had to, uh, I had a weird meeting today about a potential job uh-huh. thing. Uh, very disorganized, but... It's, <laughs> Incredibly from what you told me, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I might end up jumping into that instead of going back to what I was mm-hmm. doing. We'll f- find out in six months, I'm sure. Uh, but other than that, this can weekend you, was the... What? Could you imagine... From January first of this year, uh-huh. just just to how how the world is now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy what people will do to try and swing an election. <laughs> uh, but this weekend was the Fourth of July. Yep. Uh, not only an American holiday, but the day the nation. <laughs> uh, we we watched the, the Independence Day speech while going ninety miles an hour in the rain. Yeah. And it was with the, amazing with, with, with the, the top, top down. down. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing until, uh, well, <laughs> yeah. So I learned I learned that a uh, light rain, eighty miles an hour, means dry interior. Yep. But a heavy rain at sixty miles an hour does not equal a dry no, interior. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, and so we got caught in a rainstorm on our way over to Truckin' and Tuckin's to do our big Fourth of July celebration, which we did. Uh, and had a ton of fun. We set yeah. off a, a lot, several uh, like eighteen hundred dollars in fireworks, probably yeah, yeah. between everyone who brought some. And uh, man, it was it fun. We sure was. Started throwing artillery shells into the field near his house. <laughs> Tim threw an artillery shell underneath his car. Yeah, <laughs> I blew up a mailbox. <laughs> uh, I didn't. It didn't actually blow up. It just blew the door back open. Federal but offense. It was. It was fun. Something one of those things you always wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, we got these snap poppets, you know, the little paper poppers that you fill, they're filled with sand. You throw them down, they go snap. Well, apparently they make bigger ones of those that have that look like little firecrackers with no fuse. Yeah. And you throw them real hard and they make a real loud bang. <laughs> uh, we found out those are a lot of fun. Yep. I started taking M80s and I was dropping them behind Tim and trucking and tucking. They'd be like bent over to light something and I would just toss <laughs> fireworks back. It was so fun. It was so much fun. Uh, uh, there were a bunch of kids there and they all seemed pretty well behaved. Yeah. Uh, we, we grilled some food. Uh, it was really, it was prob- probably the best 4th of July I've ever had. And I thought last year's 4th of July was great. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to next year. It, Fourth of July became this huge. This was like the biggest Fourth of July I think in my entire life. Yeah, yeah. Um, people, people, 
I think people that didn't get to go on vacation for spring break, uh, oh, early oh, summer, yep, yep. May and June, um, March and April, they didn't they didn't get to go on vacation, so they had that vacation fund sitting around, and they're like, you know what, fuck it, we had twelve hundred dollars to go on vacation. Let's buy a shitload of fireworks. Yep. Yep. And uh, the skies of L.A. L.A. where fireworks are illegal. Illegal. The entire illegal. county. Uh, there's there's this video footage yep, of the them, drone footage, uh, yeah. like panning the skyline, and it is it is everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Fireworks are firing into the sky, and I remember when we had fireworks, and it was just like a little thing on the ground, it pop and shoots some yeah. sparks, and yep. that was it. You know, you fire a Roman candle in there. These like art- artillery shells going up and yeah. popping everywhere. Uh, nice. Big grand displays, finales. grand finales, all over the town, and yeah. they're, they're like, they're like, um, people, they're they are doing fireworks. Uh, even though fireworks are illegal in LA <laughs> County, they are doing this is very dangerous. You should not be out there doing fireworks. And meanwhile, literally everyone is out in the front porch just watching it. Yeah. If they're not doing them, a neighbor's doing them, and everyone's having a great time. Great time. Um, my my uh, dad's neighborhood, they had the. Uh, Street blocked off with barriers so they could have a big street party. Uh, another neighborhood a friend was in, he was driving through. He's, the entire street lined with cars, pe- everybody out in the street doing fireworks, kids out there having fun. Of course, well, you know, you know, you know why people were outside having fun and partying. That was all you could do. Uh, well, it's because there's nothing to stop them. Like there's no epidemic going on. To stop them. Yeah, it's over, man. It's over. It's it's. It's actually over. Like it's actually not an epidemic. Anymore. When I tell people that it's not an epidemic anymore, they're like, "Oh, really? We're down to zero deaths? Like that's not an that's epidemic? Not is. what an epidemic? The end is. of an epidemic is the percentage of total overall deaths. Like a hundred sixty thousand. What's the death toll at? Do you know? Mm, I, I, last like last the, I knew last it was one hundred sixty. Okay, yeah. Um, maybe I'm wrong though. Uh, 132,000 deaths. Uh, 120 was what I last saw. 130,000 people died in four months. Four months. Can you believe it? How, yeah. many, how many people die in four months in a normal, just any any four months in the last 10 years, how many people die? A couple million? No, it's actually worldwide? less than that. Really? In just the U.S. Oh, I was thinking worldwide. Not, and yeah, worldwide is probably a couple million. Okay. In just the U.S., 900,000 on average. So we're doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's over. People were still where we were. We were at one house. Uh, the party was stretched between two houses crossing the street. Yeah. And we're at one house. There's a big group at the other house. A couple doors down, there's a big group. A couple doors down, there's a big group. There's a house on the other street behind us. Yep. The skies were not dark or quiet from about sunset until midnight. It yep. was amazing. It was. I mean that is truly I'm I'm glad to see it. It means that people are returning to a little bit of little just bit of being normal. So yeah. yeah. Uh my sister had a big party. They had a big block party for her birthday uh on on the Sunday and you know people are we're just we're grilling, we're eating, we're having that camaraderie uh out here in the world in the real world where the people live. We're we're going back to normal. Fuck you. Fuck your masks. All you people on Twitter that are losing your fucking minds how, that I don't want to wear one. How many people were even wearing masks at, at dinner today? None. Other than other than the other employees. Than the employees none. none. I didn't see yeah. a single mask. 
I think there's like one lady with a mask at my sister's birthday party. You're outside. You're outside. You're not feeling sick. You're not spreading anything to anybody. Uh, but yeah, what a great, I love 4th of July. I've always loved 4th of July. I hate Karens that are like, B -b don't set off fireworks because it scares puppies. Like, oh, um, just give your puppy a Valium. Just give him one of yours. I know it's going to cut you short for the week, but just give <laughs> it one of yours. And then you don't take one that night and your puppy will pass out. And then you can shut the fuck up forever. It happens every year. What do you do when it rains? Yeah. Uh, it's it, 2020 is not the first year we've had Fourth of July. They do this every year, though. They're every year. It's like the the only one, the only one that I give a modicum of uh, respect to is veterans with, with PTSD. 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 Yep. Yeah, but even then, I'm like, dude, just like fucking smoke a bowl and <laughs> enjoy it, or take take some sleeping pills and go to sleep. Not not a bunch of them. Don't mix it with Jack. Just take like a couple so that you're you you just take them early and you go to bed early. You wake up the next day feeling really refreshed. Yep. No idea the fireworks ever even happened. You were you were talking about the uh, the fireworks conspiracy theories. That's right, man. It's funny because it puts the fourth that night the night we had and seeing the Los Angeles footage. It just put everything into perspective. Yeah. Right? Because uh, about a month ago, maybe a little bit less than a month ago, there was all these conspiracy theories coming out of mostly New York and the East Coast, right? So the conspiracy theory was people have been hearing fireworks nonstop from about 8 until we in the morning, right? Uh-huh. And the conspiracy is that cops are doing this. Uh-huh. Cops slash the government are doing this to uh, uh, unnerve citizens and rattle them, keep them awake at odd hours they don't want to be awake at. Yeah. Um, and to normalize the sound of a war zone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, as opposed well, to. So, so, and then the, the counter argument I, I, I frequently saw was, hey, maybe there's a bunch of people uh, that uh, are either out of a job or now working from home. They've got a bunch, they, they just got a bunch of government money, from the, free money from the government, uh, and they have a bunch of free money from unemployment, and uh, they have nothing to do, nowhere to go, so they bought a bunch of fireworks and are having fun. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like Occam's Razor Occam's Razor, yeah. But just, just having the fourth put it, all into perspective. The the uh, the thing to me is even even if it's not the unemployment deal. Yeah, my family we used to set off fireworks for like from July twenty fifth or June twenty fifth until yeah, the fourth yeah. because we'd go buy a bunch. We don't want to stay. We would set them off in our backyard inside yeah. Tulsa County where it's illegal. Yeah, and uh, and we didn't want to be out there for you know four hours while I set off all of these fireworks we bought. But we'd want it, so we do it a couple nights. We'd go out, we'd set off like five or six things. We'd pull them. Everybody would pick a few. We'd set them off after dinner once the sun went down. And then we're yeah, not yeah. staying up super late every night. So that happens. I so Saturday, Friday night, um, Friday we drove to Iowa to visit my dad's aunt Pat, which would be uh -huh. my great aunt. And we're out there in Iowa, and sun goes down, the fireworks start up. And at one point, I went out to the car to get something. And the streets are just filled with a haze of smoke. 
people were having fun. It's it's the it's a Friday night. It's the night before the Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. People have these fireworks. It's like, well, I mean, we bought the fireworks, and the first thing I did was go set one off. <laughs> like we got back to trucking and Tuckins place, and I pulled one out of the package and went and set one off. It's like yeah. I ain't fucking waiting. Yep. The second we got there, I pulled out an M80 and just lit it and threw it. <laughs> The, on the on the Fourth of July, yeah, um, just a just a chance to like just like good clean American fun, and people that are people that have a problem with this are like, I just don't get that at all. Like you can't you can't enjoy you can't just enjoy this. Um, There's a problem with it. We set off a roll of sixteen thousand black cats. Oh God, that was great. I took a video. I, I posted it on. Uh, I, I, don't, I think I posted it on our Gilded page. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 22 seconds long, and it starts out at one end of this roll of fireworks, and I start walking, and then I start running, and then I get all the way to the end to give you an idea of how long that thing was. Yeah. Uh, and it went off for about two and a half minutes. Seamless, it, too. It, it, it was seamless, just one piece. And it was awesome. Yep. <laughs> so I'm glad we did that one. Next year, I want to do two, lit from both ends, so in the middle, they blast each other. got to <laughs> hang them. So there they're louder. So much what am I hang them off of? A trees, crane? Trees. Just drape them. It's like too long. Paper. It's too long. It's but too long. You got to climb. <laughs> yeah, I don't little. think you understand. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you the picture of how. How big long do you is. think that was? Uh, it was pretty long because you're moving pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I got to wear my my three hundred dollar Converse. I'm trying oh. to think how many. It was about. Did you say sixty thousand? Sixteen thousand. Oh, Sixteen. One six zero zero zero. Still, that's a lot. It spanned about three houses, didn't it? Uh, it was like it was like a house. It was two houses, two houses, two lots. Because we started in the half of one and we hit the half. Yeah. Of the How long did, are we talking? Did it take two two and a half minutes? Two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. Yep. Um, just an immensely good time. Yeah. Uh, it was so much fun. Well, Tim, you ready to jump into some issues? Sure. Here's what I don't get. Speaking of repercussions of the 4th of July, picking up strays. Uh-oh. Uh, my dog was going crazy in our backyard yesterday, Sunday. Uh, and uh, we occasionally get some homeless people over there. Yeah. And... Uh, well, they have a home. It's it's called your backyard. <laughs> um, we figured it was probably a homeless person, you know, just hanging around out there, jerking off, probably taking a dump, probably. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my parents went and and uh, they checked it out. They got the hobo's beaten stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's actually a uh, it's a Louisville Slugger with a bunch of nails beaten into it. Yeah. Ew. Um. And they came back with a I've heard I've heard of three woods really good for uh yeah. beating off nerdy wells. Yeah. <laughs> they came back with a puppy. Oh no. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you Leave got another dog bit. now. Luckily, uh by the time I awoke this morning, it was gone. Uh-huh. And you know what I said? The Koreans got it, good. probably. I said, Thank God. I okay. Uh Tab Tab knows me fairly pretty well, I would say. Yeah. Um, have I ever um, shown any signs of um, 
like uh, psychopathy, actual psychopathy, no. where okay, okay, have I ever shown any signs of like wanting to hurt a small animal? No, no. Did we switch places? Like- <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, man. So usually, it. So of course, if you pick up a stray on the fifth of July, yeah, and it looks like. It looks well taken care of. Yeah. You're assuming it ran away from the fireworks on the 4th. Makes sense. Makes sense, right? This puppy was well-groomed. What kind was it? It was uh, like a box. It was a, it was, it was a pup. It was small. It was a black, uh, um, black with white markings. It was a boxer. If it wasn't a full bred boxer, it was a boxer mix, probably a boxer pit mix. If I had to guess. Okay. Um, very friendly dog. Um, here's the thing though. I have my dog already, and my dog is not an other dog person. Yours, yours is a male, right? Your dog doesn't like other dogs. So, yeah, my dog doesn't. My dog does not care for most other dogs. Approaching on his territory. The only other dog that my dog gets along with was uh, my old dog, yeah. who had passed away last year, um, and the neighbor's dog uh, that you guys take care of. That we take care of occasionally because. Um, he has known that dog since that dog was a puppy. Yeah, okay. Old friends. Old friends, right? And I mean I mean if <laughs> they're more like they're more like a married couple. Mm. Um it's really funny because my dog is tiny. It's about the same size as um as Dougal is. Um, which is Todd's which wiener. Is Todd's dog. wiener dog. Well, he's um, a, a doxy pin. He's uh, a wiener dog. <laughs> he's a super wiener dog. So my dog is that size, and our neighbor's dog is a giant black lab, <laughs> which I, which at just over one year old, one year old is the size of an average. It's like the yeah, kibbles lab. and bit commercial. It is. Um, so those are the only two dogs he's ever gotten along with. Okay, pretty much. Um, and your and old so, dog is about the size of your current dog, too. Yeah, they were yeah, they were about, they were about, about the same, same size. size. Um, and guess who? Getting my neighbor is gone. Uh, on holiday weekend, so uh, so her dog's been staying with us the whole weekend. Yeah, staying at our at our place at your house. Yeah. So now we've got now there's a third dog into the mix, and it's a puppy. Mm-hmm. And we, where I I assume this dog is pro, is maybe three months old maximum. Okay. Um, so it's chewing on everything. Yeah, Very high energy. But here's the thing though: it was for a puppy. It was pretty well trained. Okay. Very incredibly high energy. Like, as soon as it got into the house, which it was that, that took a while for it to get in the house, it was literally just running. It would, it would, it was running headfirst into any room it could find. Oh wow! <laughs> like, um, oh my god, air conditioning. That is annoying. It was annoying. Here's here's what made me want to kill this dog, though. <laughs> is um, so since my dog doesn't like other dogs, they tend to uh, get into fights. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, uh, and not and 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 you can you can tell a dog fight. You can tell when dogs are play fighting. Uh-huh. Uh, if if you're around dogs long, if you can tell when dogs are play fighting, when they're giving off a warning signal, uh-huh. and you can and you can tell when they actually get to fight fight because it because they're trying to kill each other. Sounds like yeah. bloody murder. Um, well, uh, we knew to stop it before it gets to that end place, right? Um. And so, since my dog is lives lives here, we have to put the puppy away. Yeah. Right. So we put the puppy in an empty room. Oh God. 
And hope it was empty. The noise that came from this dog's vocal cords being locked in a room by itself. Being locked in a room by itself. Oh, I was probably scared. I thought my dog's whining was bad. Yeah. Like my dog's whining is ear piercing to me. Yeah. I'm to my parents it's not bad because they're old. Yeah. And and you know, old people can't hear well. <laughs> That's why I don't like dogs. Yeah. Part of the reason. Part why. of the reason. Um my first dog, she her whine was not high pitched, so it was just it was annoying because it was a whine. Yeah. But it wasn't that ear piercingly yeah. where where my current dog's whine is. I thought that was bad. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna complain uh, again. Complain again. This dog sounded like ten puppies being murdered. It was it's it was the it's the most annoying sound I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like if you took that clip from Dumb and Dumber, yep, <laughs> uh, and then you multiplied it. You took it. You took that clip. Took the MP3 uh-huh. into a, uh, a, a DAW, and you multiplied it, and you changed the pitch of each one into a weird, ungodly, humane discordant discordant noise. chord. Um, and then you took that and like chopped it up and remixed it. Um, it was with big amplifier. Heinous. The only, the literally, the only thing I could do was was to drown it out with uh, headphones, gunshots, headphones, uh, and music. You know, uh, the, the okay. old Texas uh, special treatment is uh, the old, you know, bag and, and the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hate that we're talking. Like I, I, I generally, I generally do not care for violence against. Um, animals, animals. Yeah. You you asked me about uh, the Last of Us because the Last of the Last of Us Part Two. Uh-huh. A thing they did was give the bad guys dogs, dogs, and also name the dogs. Yeah. So that you would feel bad when you kill the dog. Yeah. But the problem with that, and the reason I'm completely fine with that, is that a it's not my dog. Yeah. B it's a video game. <laughs> um, and C, uh, you're forced to do it by C, the video game. See, yeah, it, that's the other part is you're you're making me kill the dog. Yeah. I have no other option. Is it different though when they come after your dog, and you think, I, I don't know, because I've had that happen with my dog, where well, I, I like animals, but then. Oh, oh, that, that, that's that's what that's what I said. Like in a video game, it's not my dog, so I don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> but if but if and if another dog comes after my dog, uh, that dog has to die. That dog has to die. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Old yeller, that this bitch. I swear it was he was this this puppy. Uh, it was part eldritch horror and was calling in <laughs> ungodly sounds. Uh. Oh, from the man. realm of Cthulhu. That is awful. Uh, and I... Uh, like a lot of jaw movement while it's whining. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I bet I bet it, it didn't help that it was like... It, that, that puppy had a super wide mouth because it was a like a boxer pit mix is what we, we assume it was. Is there carpet in that room? And that was... Well, yeah. It got, there, some carpet got peed on. It's a puppy. Um, so uh, what happened was... Um, uh, we you know we 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 uh put up you know lost digital digitally we would put up you know lost found dog found signs. yeah found dog signs all that stuff. Uh, eventually we got um got hold of a uh, a rescue place, but this is on Sunday, so we couldn't take it to the vet. It was Sunday and uh, the the weekend of a 
holiday. Yeah. Couldn't take it to the vet to get microchipped. Yeah. So that had that happened this morning. Are you not on the next door app? Yeah, that's where that's the first place we went. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not on the next door app. I, I don't want to talk so to my neighbors. Annoying man. Yeah. Next door app. Um. I might I might join it right before I move out of my apartment and just be like I fucking hate all of you. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, and then quit it. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, that's uh my my family got our or well actually I think that cat's dead now. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, my mom w- we got a cat because it wandered into the garage of a neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. It was a kitten on the Fourth of July and. Yeah. So they, my mom went and fished it out, and then she had the cat. And I, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know what happened to that cat. Like, usually I'm all for, um, I wouldn't say I'm all for picking up strays, because, I mean, if you pick up every stray you you found, it's a, that's a lot of work. It's yeah, a lot of police. you end up with an animal sanctuary and, yeah. and uh, protective services called on you. <laughs> yeah. Animal, what's it, what is it? Uh, animal control is called on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you end up living like dead helm. Uh, but like my neighbor has uh two cats yeah both of those were rescued from right uh, in our neighborhood um our next our our next door neighbors uh have a have a have a dog that we rescued from from our street a month ago uh he was all bones and had a we thought was gonna, we thought they were gonna have to take one of his arms off. But yeah, he was fine. That's good. Uh, so usually I'm all for um, picking up strays, but uh, especially when, especially when you can tell that um, it's supposed to belong to a person. It's supposed to belong to a person and should be somewhat yeah well behaved. The uh... Some some owners just don't care about keeping their dogs from being annoying. No, they don't. Um, they, you know, a dog a dog is like a child, right? Mm-hmm. You can teach a kid to not be a rude, spoiled brat. You can teach a dog not to be annoying, and a lot of people don't do that, and they have these uh, obscenely annoying dogs that when you find out that there's something wrong with them, you're just like, "Oh, what a shame!" Are you gonna put it down? <laughs> like, no, he. He just had to go to the vet to be groomed. Like, oh, uh, what a shame! That's yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> Took the dog into the vet. Ah, oh, you put it down. Uh, no, he was. It was just time for his his yearly checkup. It oh, express his uh, glands. Sorry, his I, anal I, glands. I thought this that's, was some. Uh, that actually is is a that that might be the worst noise an animal can make. Yeah, is if they're getting their glands expressed. Yeah. Dogs don't like that. That's gr- I don't know what that means, but it sounds gross. Uh, don't tell me. I, don't I, I won't. Know. I was just saying that uh, my dog has to occasionally. Ha- my dog has had to have that happen to him, and he, he. That's that's it's it's a thing that's gross. so sensitive that my sweet dog will immediately go. <laughs> They're supposed to express it as they shit every time, but yes. some don't, and uh, you'll see them rub their butt and drag their butt. Because yeah. because we uh, have you ever seen a, a dog rub its butt? You know, yeah, yeah. drag its butt. It's because that he needs that happened. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not really. I had one dog as a kid. We had a yeah. Dog. You're not a dog person. No, but he. We, I had the. See, the thing is, I had the greatest dog ever, and no other dog can live up to that. Well then, I don't know, man. My his name Cujo. No. I know a lot of good. I know a lot yeah. of good dogs. How many dogs saved your life, though? 
the first one. So was it a border so, collie? So, so just one. So far, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it didn't save your life. That guy wouldn't have come in if he had seen you sleeping there. But I wasn't. Oh yeah, you were, the the, you were in the living room. Yeah, I was in. The uh, room. You were, you would have been murdered. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, I I I don't I for one do not want to take that chance. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, it's just like I compare all dogs to the dog I had as a kid, and I'm just like, this dog sucks. What kind of dog? He was a corgi chow mix. Oh, really? With a bunch of, probably a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Sounds he had cute. the spotted tongue of a chow, but the body and the head of a corgi, uh-huh. but he was on really tall legs <laughs> for a corgi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, imagine like four times a corgi leg. So he was up off the ground. Huh. That, that's a weird looking corgi. And he didn't have the, the he didn't have the bobtail because that's uh, disgusting. Yeah, that people do that to animals. Like a chorgi. My dog has that, but I mean, we you didn't choose it. We didn't choose that. Yeah. We, I would never choose that. Uh, clip, clipping the ears. No, his name was Mike, and that was what kind of dog he was. Was he was a brown dog, uh, <laughs> and he was he was the kindest, most gentlest dog in the world until you fucked with his family. Yeah, and then he was John Wick. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, he bit our mutual friend. Uh-huh. He bit him once because him and I were like kind of play fighting oh, in the yeah, front yeah, yard, yeah. and he, uh, we were kind of we were re- we weren't like even really wrestling. We were just playing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, I, he took it as a threat, and he came nice. up and jumped up in between us and bit him on the stomach. <laughs> this is a small dog. Yeah, and he was and he let go of me immediately. He was like, "What?" And tore up his shirt and stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, no bad dog, but really kind of good. Yeah, yeah give him yeah. pieces yeah. Um, later. <laughs> We used to go camping and uh, we go out canoeing and I would ride. I would be in the back of the canoe paddling and he would just mm-hmm. be in the front of the canoe, just like hanging out. Like this is pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds awesome. <laughs> he didn't like swimming. He would no. walk in. He would walk in the water up until the water touched his belly and he'd be like, "All right, this is good." I'm good. Did yeah. you have balls? That's that's no. <laughs> that's, that sounds a lot like how I feel about water. Yeah, yeah. Until it touches your balls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he would. We had a play a a. a tree fort that wasn't in a tree like a uh-huh. little playground thing and he would climb up into that and that's where he hung out during the day and then he'd bark at the mailman but nice. from like up high <laughs> and not and hey. not not in like a he would, he would bark you. he would bark once he wouldn't like bark at him the whole time he'd just yeah. be like he'd be like hey <laughs> look at me and the first the first few times mailman's walking up and you couldn't see him because it was kind of shady uh-huh. and he'd just be like woof and he'd be like, what the, where the hell, where the hell is this dog coming from? That is their arch enemy, right? Mailman? Yeah, because, well, so if you think about it logically, it's uh-huh. because uh, m- most other most other people passing by your house don't stop in front of your house and walk walk and almost into your house. Yeah. So my dog does the same thing to uh, UPS drivers. And yeah. it's on, it's, and I love that my dog, you can tell his barks. Yeah. Cause he's got a, oh my god! There's another dog. I hate it. 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 Or his, uh, but his his delivery guy slash mailman bark is, hey, get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! I don't like you very well. Okay, you're gone. Uh, That's right. You get out of here. <laughs> every day, every day, a man approaches my house to kill my whole family, and every day I run him off. <laughs> yeah, basically. that's what dogs think in their yeah, heads. They think they're John yeah. Wick. <laughs> my uh, my our dog had a bark that he specifically barked at turtles. Uh-huh. And we'd be in the woods, and he'd find a turtle, and he'd be like, bruh, 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 bruh. and we'd be like, he's got a turtle. Someone go get the turtle. And he didn't like. He didn't want to do anything with the turtle. He was just letting you know it was there. 
Uh, that's a good issue, Tim. Thank you. Well, uh, I have my first issue this week, and I, I teased it weeks ago, and everyone was good, and nobody pissed me off. Let me check the news real quick and make sure no one pissed me off. Because <laughs> uh, here's what I don't get. <laughs> Diplomatic impunity. Mm-hmm. That's right. ACAB. All caps are bastards. ACAB. Uh, are you happy now, you fucking people that called me a bootlicker? <laughs> Look, I get it. Cops are not the be-all, end-all. I don't want to defund the police. I want to, uh, uh, what is it, what's the word, uh, make the hiring po- policy a little more stringent yeah. so we can get rid of the dumb fuck, tiny brain cops that want to be mean to Good. people because they have inferiority complexes. My biggest problem with cops is not, is not the behavior that they have in these videos where they beat a protester or they kneel on a, a fentanyl addict mm-hmm. and drug dealer for nine minutes and kill him. Because uh, I'm all for that. Kill all the drug dealers you want. My problem with cops is all of the impunity that happens when we're not looking. Yeah. You know? Uh, my What I, I absolutely cannot stand is when I see a cop pull up to a red light, flip on his lights, roll through the intersection... <laughs> And turn them right back off again. It's like you can't fucking sit and wait at the stoplight like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. If you're in that big of a hurry, if you're on your way to a case, I mean, lights put, and sirens the whole way, motherfucker. Put, yep. put yourself in that position though. Wouldn't you do it? Yeah, because ultimate uh, doing that shit all the time. Unlimited power corrupts absolutely. Yep. Absolute power corrupts like, absolutely. Give me my kickbacks. But it's it's also things like not. The favored favored treatment, right? You you throw that little FOP thing on on your license plate. Yep. Suddenly you can speed with impunity. Or those cards. You heard about those those cards, right? Uh, what cards? There's like uh, I am family of police cards. Yeah. Oh, that you hand them when you get pulled over. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, fraternal order. And you get like twenty. You get like twenty of those. Yeah. You you pull over. You pull over a guy, and as he's going for his wallet, he oh, there's my badge, and it's like oh, you know what? Slow it down next time. Fuck that stuff. That stuff should be illegal. There shouldn't be a good boys club. If you break the law and you're a police officer, you should be tried. That's a big problem with what's going on these days. Like, we're tearing down statues. We're demanding police departments being defunded. But what we actually need is, um, there's a term for it that slipped my mind now. But basically, uh, a cop cannot be held civilly liable for their actions, right? So a guy kills a dude and the family can't sue the cop. Mm -hmm. We need to end that. But at the same time, we can't just be, we can't just do what they're doing where they go, uh, the, the fraternal order of police is just saying like, uh, well, if this happens, we're not going to back you up. So who wants to be a cop if, the worst happens, and you have to open fire on a gun like that Ray Rashad Brooks guy that got shot in the back. He was running away. He was running away. He was running away. He fucking deserved it. That guy, those guys are being tried down in, in court, and it's all on them to do it because the Fraternal Order Police walked away on him. You, I get it. There are bad cops out there. It's the responsibility of good cops to point out bad cops. Yep, and they usually don't. And they know they they almost never do. Yeah. Uh, but it's also the responsibility of the brotherhood that they join to have their backs. The same way my brotherhood has my mm-hmm. back. Uh, because otherwise, you just you end up with these bullies. I mean, I I've been pulled and uh, getting these arguments, and people are like, "Have you ever been afraid? You know, had cops be rude to you?" Yeah, all the fucking time. Yeah. Cops are almost nothing but rude to me, 
and I don't know why <laughs> because I'm not rude to them. Yeah. They do the thing where they ask you a question and you start to answer it, and He's then they yell, you shut, shut up. up. Yeah. And it makes me want to claw their eyes out and drag their body behind my car for 100 miles. Uh, they, uh, they ascribe motivations to you. There's all kinds of fucked up shit in the police, in, in the police, what, criminal justice system with yep. police. Yep. For instance, Let's say you're arrested. Okay. They come to your house. They knock on the door. They arrest you. You you comply. Mm-hmm. They take you downtown. They put you in a room, and they start asking you questions about this alleged crime you committed. Okay. They're like, uh, on Wednesday at uh, 8 p.m., a man matching your description went into the local hentai superstore uh-huh. uh, and then left after stealing 11 body pillows. Okay. Now, we didn't find any body pillows in your apartment, but uh-huh. we did find a bunch of stuffing. Okay. And you start answering questions, uh-huh. right? In your mind, what when the cop walks out and submits into evidence, what does he submit into evidence from that conversation? Uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to follow your exactly your logic here. I mean, I understand the gist of where, where you're going, but yeah, we go in. He asks you a bunch of questions. Yeah, you spend you spend half an hour talking. Uh-huh. Question, answer, question, answer, question, answer, question, yeah. answer. He's like, "All right." He goes out and he has to put into evidence something regarding this 30 minute conversation. What uh-huh. does he put into evidence? Uh, whatever makes me look bad. Are you talking about like he said, she said? Yes, just but, as a, yeah, but, but the he said, she a, said. One side is is, is propped is up by the state. On? No, he's in. This is an interrogation. It's not a body camera. Uh, this is what the cop puts in evidence, right? He writes up what he remembers from that conversation, gotcha. okay. as yeah. opposed to putting a tape recorder on the table, yep. hitting record, pulling that tape out when the questioning is done, and putting it into evidence, and well, that's then they a lot of work. and then having it transcribed word for word verbatim exactly what you said. You know what Todd? You hear what Todd just said? What? That's a lot of work. Yeah. Which is unfortunately like. Um, okay, I, I would say true crime uh, media is the be all end all of of the truth in any case, but I I, I have been watching this uh, this new show on A and E called uh, Guilty, I think, or The Wire. No, 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 it's it's a true crime. It's a new true crime show that shows it's 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 about like um, the the attorneys and the the case of these. Guys or these people that have been that are in um, less than positive circumstances. Uh-huh. This one was is a guy that is accused of killing his mother, and the way the justice system works is so. I mean the 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 case was handled so improperly based on what the show show presents as uh, as fact as the story and it basically is the story of the lead detective on the case not wanting to do any work <laughs> awesome yeah awesome i mean he's got to get down to the bar local bar and pound some uh, beers you know my mom got upset with me cuz i said never talk to cops never make a statement of any never. kind don't don't incriminate anybody else nope don't incriminate yourself. Nope. They come knocking on your door and they're like, hey, there's been a bunch of break-ins in the neighborhood around you. You seen anything? You say, uh, sorry, I can't answer any questions without my lawyer. I'm exercising my right to remain silent. If you want to have a conversation, please get a warrant and then you can come back. And close the door and don't fucking talk to him. You see him puff up and get all fucking mad. And- yeah, they will. They'll get pissed yeah, off. Get but 
the fact is they can walk up and be like, oh, yeah, we uh, there's been a lot of break-ins. Do you see anything? Like, well, you know, I, I do I do go by my neighbors, you know, pretty frequently. Um, I I didn't see anything over there. But, uh, you know, okay, sometimes... Turn around, turn around, you're under arrest. Sometimes when I'm out at night, yep. you know, I have seen some weird people, and it's like, oh, okay, that's incriminating enough yep. for them to take you to jail right away. Yep. Uh, and then fuck up your whole life. statement and then fuck <laughs> up your whole life. And now you're fighting a criminal charge, which is going to be on your record. You're, you're stuck where you are. And the same rules don't apply, right? I mean, take for instance, let's say. And everybody everybody's a scumbag. Fucking scumbag. <laughs> let's say tonight I'm walking home mm-hmm. uh, and someone comes out of the shadows, brandishes a knife. And tells me to give me give them my wallet, uh-huh. and I pull out my gun and I shoot them one shot straight through the heart, and they die instantly. Yeah, I am going to jail right away. I call nine. I I shoot them, pull uh-huh. out my phone. Are I you call on your nine, property? I'm in the I'm in a parking lot. I stop at Walmart to pick something up. I'm in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I pull out my phone. I call nine one one immediately. I inspect the guy and try and perform. First aid of any kind. Uh-huh. I'm unable to because it's one shot through the heart and he's dead. Yeah. Police show up. They take my gun mm-hmm. and I go to jail that night. Yes. They hold on to my gun until this goes through its whole process. Yeah. So six to eight months from now, I get my gun back if I'm found, if I'm not charged or if I'm tried and found not guilty. Uh-huh. And now with red flag laws, they can come take any other gun that I have. Just in case. So now now I have uh, no way to protect myself. How do they know that you have other guns? Well, they they serve a red flag warrant and search my home to Ooh, find other guns. I don't know if we, I don't think we have red flag laws in Oklahoma, but they have them in other states. And essentially, someone can file a red flag complaint that you are a danger to yourself or others. Mm-hmm. And they will come, they can then serve a warrant and take the gun, take your guns until. They determine whether or not you're a harm, a danger to yourself or others, right? So it's deprivation of property without due process in the name of public safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to jail that night. Now, same story, except this time, instead of being a theater guy and a podcast host, I'm a police officer. I am mm-hmm. coming home from work. I stop at Walmart. I'm walking to my car. Guy brandishes a knife. Pull out my gun, fire one shot, kill him instantly. Pro- try to provide first aid. Call nine one one. What happens to that guy? Hey, come down to the pub. Let me buy you a drink. They t- maybe they take his gun for evidence, but they send him home that night. Yes, and and the the next day he comes in and files a bunch of papers. Debatable. And, he might even get a raise. And he, <laughs> depends on what color the guy I was. Gonna was. Say, that's what I was gonna say. If he's white, there's definitely a raise in it for him. But. Maybe it's because well he's less of a flight risk. He's a police officer. He's less of a flight risk. But that is the that is that is your choice. Mm-hmm. You could even look at me and be like, oh, this guy's not a flight risk. He why would he be a flight risk? He uh, this is a clear, open and shut self defense case. The dude, the dead body has a knife in its hand. And now let's let's even take it a step further. This guy matches the descriptions of other armed robberies in this area. Yeah. And maybe you have I'm a witness. still going to jail. What if you have a witness though? Even with the witness, I'm going to jail because I shot a human being. Yep. That is, you go to jail until they fucking figure everything out. Mm-hmm. 
But a cop's not going to jail when he does that. A cop kills a guy in a pursuit. He's not going to jail that night. And that is a massive difference in the law. If I'm going to jail, I want the cop to go to jail. Don't Maybe don't put him in general population. Put him in a little isolation booth. Yeah, yeah. Put expedite the processing or whatever you want to do. That doesn't matter. But if if you are... If you are enforcing laws against the people, you need to enforce the laws against each other. And that's the bullshit of the brotherhood of cops, where they fuck us, the people, and help out one another. Two cops were killed here in Tulsa a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Why? Why were they killed? Did the second guy? Oh, did the second guy? Only one of them died? I think one of them died. Two were shot, at least. One of them definitely died. Do you know why they were shot? No, I don't. Uh, Do you know why they pulled the guy over? I I, I know that they pulled the guy over. I know he's probably all... Tweaking and whatever else. Uh, I I don't know that. He, I'll, I'll, I'll say he this: pretty the guy they pulled over did not did not look like an upstanding yeah, member of looked, society. Uh, <laughs> like he'd seen some bad stuff. They pulled him over because he had an expired paper tag. Mm. Ah. So when you buy a vehicle, paper tag. put a paper tag on it. Thirty days. You have thirty days in Oklahoma. You have ninety days other places. Sixty really? days in other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently in Oklahoma, people well, yeah, <laughs> it's a, people think it's ninety days. It's a profession, or it used to be before they had that new law. You could just go back to the same guy, pay him fifty bucks, he'd give you a new one. Yeah. So they pulled him over having an out of date paper tag, and because of that, they were shot in the street. Now, Tim, what um, what crime is being committed? How are you going to shoot two cops though? Uh, that doesn't matter. Without that, them, like, what kind of cops were those? Uh, bad ones apparently. Dead yeah, ones now. Wow. <laughs> uh, what kind of what crime was being committed in this situation? That the active crime in progress that the police had to intercede on. Traffic uh, violation. It's not. It's it's not though. The the actual offense is tax evasion. Because the way you get your tag is by paying the taxes. In Oklahoma, oh, it's gotcha. weird, yeah. And Oklahoma fucked, fucked us several years ago mm-hmm. when they changed the system. The system used to be you paid excise tax on the cost of the vehicle. So if I sell you a car, if I sold you my car for a dollar, mm-hmm. you paid excise tax on a dollar. Yeah. And the state didn't like that. No, because Cause that what means- really happens is I'm giving you... A thousand bucks cash. Well, and and the whole Oklahoma, and we just put on the bill of sale like one dollar, one dollar, or a hundred bucks, or whatever. So we we do this this good boy deal. They don't Mm -hmm. like that. But even if I sold it to you literally for a dollar, I don't I don't need this car. You need a car. Here's one dollar, (laughs) Tim. You take the uh, you take the dollar, and I get I take the dollar. You give you the title, Uh and you go register the car. Yeah, everyone does that. It's so great. The they didn't like that. They didn't like they didn't like not getting their money. So they changed it to now where it's their the state's decided value of the car. So I could sell you a piece of shit. I could sell you my old Accord, right? Mm-hmm. Except instead of just being rear-ended, I drove it straight into a wall and smashed out all the windows uh-huh. and kicked in the doors and it's a fucking wrecker. Yeah. I sell it to you for 50 bucks and they go in their little system and they're like 2001 Honda Accord uh LX. It's blue book value is five thousand dollars. You owe us four hundred thirty-five dollars in taxes. Wait, even with a bill of sale? Yeah, it's even with a bill of sale. They're charging taxes on the value of the vehicle. So my my excise tax on this car was crazy, even though I got it way under market value. Yeah. Now, maybe this guy couldn't afford the taxes on it. 
He and so he because he was spending it on all his drugs. Now he's he's probably a shitty dude. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. He deserves to go to jail. But the point of that is they interceded on this quote crime in progress of tax evasion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we have school shootings and the cops stand outside because they have no responsibility to intervene in a crime in progress. And if they have no responsibility to intervene with a crime in progress, why are they pulling me over for speeding tickets? Why are they pulling people over for out-of-date tags? The dude's going to pay the fucking tax penalty when he goes in to register the car eventually. Mm-hmm. What's the Where's the fine? F- fuck off. And and the way tags work in Oklahoma, which is also bullshit, <laughs> is uh so let's say my tag was due in January. Yeah. And I I do it now. When does my tag expire next year? January. 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 So I'm paying for the six months the car wasn't tagged. But if I got a ticket during that for an untagged car, me tagging the car doesn't undo the ticket. No. So it's it's they're getting you twice, right? It's just a way to raise money for the state. Yeah. That's what most police officers are because you yeah. get injured in an accident and you you need to make a police report for your insurance statement because the other person's not fucking insured. Another crime in progress. It's fucking freezing outside and you wait outside the quick trip for 45 minutes while three cops drive by doing fuck knows what. Well, uh, they had other stuff going on. They couldn't help you. But God fucking forbid you go 75 on I-169. We're going to pull you over and we're going to fine you to the utmost of the law because you have a nice looking car. Was it a hypo? What? Gotcha. When? Uh, on the 169. Oh, I never got a ticket on 169. The only speeding ticket I got was on the turnpike. But that was highway patrol. Uh, Dude, the whole uh, ta- Oklahoma Tax Commission... Yeah, how how they, uh, it's a private, and then you got all the tag agencies which are privately owned agencies. So that's I, I've never understood that. Why don't they just have a DMV? And then the whole thing with the roads. Well, we have they, we they have sub that out to like contractors instead of just having a highway department take care. of I'm just so used to Texas, no state tax. Uh, fuck Oklahoma. Yeah, we have. I mean, we have a DMV, but we only have two of them. Yeah, but so what the what the tag agency does is it unclogs the DMV for the small things. You know, renewing your tag, getting a new driver's license. Yeah, but then you go that's in why, to, to get, get an answer from these privately owned businesses, and they're like, "Play the middleman." Oh well, that's the state. Uh, yeah, we have no control over that. It's like, well, what are you doing then? Like, it just irks me. Yeah, I can see that, but really, our system is better because the longest I've ever had to wait for anything in a tag agency is like ten minutes. Yeah, and you hear stories about people going to the DMV that is winning horror escapes. Yeah, I got there at eight a.m. and they finally saw me at four thirty. I was the thirty fifth person in line, and they're just like, "Oh my god!" That's why they want you to do everything by mail. But here, you know, you get that little your tags due. It shows up in the mail. You pull it out of the mailbox, drive over to the tag agency. You pay your. $55 or whatever your tag costs. They give you a new sticker and you're off. And it's something that you can do on your lunch break yep. or on your way home from work. That's my issue. Diplomatic impunity. I'm tired of cops living on tired of I'm tired of tiered systems. I'm tired of people being above the law and the first person on that ladder above people is the police and above them is politicians and we need to fucking knock this shit off. 
either we're all equal or I want a dictatorship where I have a chance of killing the leaner and taking control of the Klingon High Council. Well, they they need to uh, the body cams that they wear. They need to have the toggle on off removed. Yeah, they should. They should just they, be on. They selectively turn them off. You know, like if they're about to get in some shit. Uh-huh. Yep. So that's kind of shady. We could talk about this all day, but then the episode would be six hours long. So uh, why don't we jump into some news? So and it's time for. Cet épisode vous est présenté en partie par le réseau de nouvelles Rikida. Définitivement pas de fausses nouvelles. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, well, our first news story comes from Pennsylvania. Um, a man named Douglas Novak pleaded guilty to murder, arson, reckless endangerment, and rescuing a catastrophe. Um, uh, because he beat his 92-year-old father in their home. Jeez. He was sentenced to 10 to 30 years in prison. Um, the kicker is because... Was he next cop? No. Um, the reason he beat his father was because he believed his father was a vampire. Oh, my God. Well, you got to watch that. You know, okay, that's really know. funny. That's really funny because we I was I said today on Twitter that should I be carrying garlic to ward off vampires? Should I am I at risk of being a vampire? Should I hide? And they're like vampires aren't real. And I wanted to say I was like I was gonna look it up because I know there are vampire related deaths that happen every uh-huh. year. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of them. <laughs> um let's see. Um so Douglas Novak, who who is the son, um he beat his father with the wooden arm of a dining room chair. Like a steak. I, I, well, I would assume so. Um, wow. Uh, apparently their home, uh, the reason all this was found out was because their home caught on fire. Um, and they said, he said, the son said that the, the, the fire was started when candles, they were used as part of a vampire ri- vampire ritual. Caught a fire, yeah, burned the wood floor. Oh, no. You um, think the dad God was damn uh, vampires? Like, you think, was that guy a trans and he's in Pennsylvania? Maybe the dad was making jokes. Oh, Transylvania or something, you know, like. <laughs> no, um, unfortunately, as unlike, unlike this being like, if this if this guy, if this case was awesome, it would be because, like, this guy was, like, of sound mind, where, unfortunately, it seems like he he was off his medication when all this happened. Poor guy. Sucks having a dad as a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> make you know someone. It really, really, really sucks. Uh, wouldn't that make him vampire if his dad was? No, because no. vampires can't have babies. That's why they bite people to and and give them vampire blood to turn them into a vampire. Vampire. That's the only way they reproduce. Also, there's 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 many different versions of vampire so mythology. Uh, have you ever watched? Have you watched what we do in the shadows, the TV show? No, not the show. I haven't seen the show yet. It's it's uh it's pretty all right. Is it? Yeah, right. it's um, watchable. Yeah. Well, uh, our next news story comes out of the ESPN. Uh, are you familiar with Stephen A. Smith? Oh yeah, I love Stephen. Um, ESPN, 
Yeah, he's he's common a commentator. Name. He's 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 one of the more pop. More, yeah, he's one of the more popular ones on yeah. on ESPN. Yeah, I, I watch it all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, he, uh, Sports Factor, one of my favorite shows. Yeah, he's known for uh, some uh, some wild opinions every now and then. Oh yeah, that's Stephen. That's Stephen for sure. Just way out in left field. Yeah, Stephen uh, Wilson. Mm-hmm. Well, so the NBA is is starting to uh, come with a plan to uh, you know for the next season, or not not not, not even the next season. So they're going to restart this season, this last season. Oh, cool. I believe. Um. Do people still watch uh, NBA? Uh, yes, they do. Oh, yeah. In, in increasing numbers. Um, well, uh, Stephen Smith was arguing uh, on first take um, that one of the precautions that uh, um, the NBA would be instituting um, is that uh, players aren't allowed to bring a plus one until after the first round um, of the season in order to keep the risk of a coronavirus outbreak to a minimum. And that is uh, three weeks. Le- um, and so Stephen, Stephen A. Smith is arguing, here, here it is, that he doesn't think NBA players can go three weeks, let alone three months, without being able to have sex. I, yeah, I agree. So the, oh, so they're not allowed to bring a pr- plus one on tour. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, he believes that the NBA, that all NBA players are accustomed to certain quote recreational activities that Hell will be yeah. compromised for three months. Um. What do you think they've been doing this whole time? It, it's called the Disney bubble. Is what they're calling it, the Disney bubble. Because you've heard that they're they're going to be doing. Uh, at Disney, you're gonna be doing this at Disney. Well, where the the people that work there aren't allowed to have sex for three months. No, the uh, the huh? <laughs> remember. It was, so we brought, I brought in. Uh, it was not last week, the week before, about um, the rings, the Disney rings. Remember the Disney rings? Um, they're they're these special rings that the NBA is gonna. Make oh, the that's right. To wear, track them, yeah. to track their health. Yeah, it's not about the rings around the planet that they. But yeah, so yeah. it's being held at Disney, Disney World. Yeah, yeah. That's in, Ar- where in the, Orlando. That's where these games are going to happen. Yes. Um, here's here's some here's some more stuff. Um, family members who are permitted after the first round will have to quarantine for three days in a different part of Orlando <laughs> before they can enter the NBA's Walt Disney World bubble. This is ridiculous. It's over. Players are not prevented from leaving the campus. But they would have to quarantine upon returning, um, so <laughs> you you basically can't leave. Yeah, um, there's a 113 page health and safety protocol uh, involved. Um, See the people, the people that like the real solution to this is just to infect all of the players, mm-hmm. and then they all have it. They all get over it at the same time, and they contribute to herd immunity. Yeah, like we need more cases in health in otherwise healthy people, so they build antibodies. Because if you have if you have a hundred people, right, and thirty of and they're in a big circle, yeah, and thirty of them are immune to a virus, and they're spread evenly throughout the population, uh, and you give the virus to one person on the edge of the circle, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder for it to get to the other side of the circle. Yeah. Because 30% of the people just can't get it and can't pass it on. Uh-huh. 
So that we need that herd immunity. That's what that's what this spike in cases is happening right now. That's herd immunity coming. And then what are they going to be like? Oh, oh my God, we we're immune. We herd immunity. We still have a vaccine though. You know how long it takes to make a vaccine? Uh, at minimum, eighteen months. At minimum, but on average, seven years. Yep. And a lot of times, never at all. Yep. So this whole vaccine cure bullshit, it's just like, it's its over, guys. It's over. It's time to stop wearing masks. It's time to go about your normal life. If you're a huge fag that wants to hide in a hotel room for three days, you feel free. The rest of us want to go back to normal and start blowing more shit up. Well, uh, our last news story, you will... Not enjoy? You will not enjoy. Uh, this comes from BMW. Um, BMW is planning to move some features of its new cars to a subscription model. Huh? Oh, who could have possibly seen this uh, coming? They tested this. They tested this before. Um, for a while, if you wanted access to Apple CarPlay, you had to pay an eighty dollar yearly subscription. Uh, they 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 stopped that uh, a little while ago, and now, um. They're going to apply that model from. They're taking that model that used to apply to digital services. Now they're applying that model to features like heated seats. <laughs> so that the heated seat is in the car, and uh-huh. the button could work. Uh-huh. And BMW just flips the software switch and turns it off. Uh-huh. That is amazing. Uh, BMW says the owners can quote benefit in advance from the opportunity to try out the products for a trial period of one month, after which they can book their respective service for one or three years. Day one, I'm disabling whatever... Uh, it's re- probably It probably has a built-in clock that will turn probably. it off. Uh, the, the thing g- is, it's it's already in the car. Like, you already <clears throat> spent the money on the part of the car. Uh-huh. Uh, That's fucking apparently, weird. Apparently, BMW has already started implementing this idea in some markets, allowing software unlocking of features like adaptive cruise control or high beam assist. What's high beam assist? I have no idea. Apparently, in the well, U.S., that's um, it's probably high beams that uh, can adjust down on their yeah. own. Yeah, the reason they haven't they haven't done this in the U.S. is because those are standard features, like, features of yeah. cars. Um, apparently, uh, other features are a little bit more whimsical. Uh, like having a Hans Zimmer design sound package for your electric BMW. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but this package is already in there, right? So they're just they're giving you access to an EQ or they're turning off certain speakers. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I lost my back uh, speakers today. The other the other that. one of the other features is adaptive suspension for what? your M car. Yeah, so uh the M M series are their like high performance street cars. Mm-hmm. And you can, the I, I don't know if it's, if I think if they the old ones stock came with coilovers that you could adjust to get your ride height. And now they can do it all with stuff in the computer. That's ridiculous, by the way, though. Yep. Um. They're 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 planning on really uh, ramping this up with their iNext. which is their. Uh, Sorry, you didn't pay for power steering. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> This is this is insane. This is this is a you can't services a car as a service is an absolutely ridiculous thing to me. Like yeah. you put all the money. So so 
let me let me get this straight, BMW, right? You put all this shit into a car, you sell it to me for sixty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and then I get the car and it's like, okay, you're gonna have to pay us uh, a, a, on top of your car payment, which whatever that is. You're going to have to pay us uh, $500 a month so that you can have heated seats and cruise control and high beams and radio Uh and power steering and be able to change the color of your display and remote start. My dad and I were talking about this in our drive. about He was saying that Lexus now, Lexus having the ability to remote start your car is a is a service feature that you pay you pay, pay to access now. I pay I pay to uh, do remote start on my phone too as a service. Okay, but, but you to, chose that to do it from my phone. Okay, yeah, yeah. the The remote start that's installed in my car just works. I have a fob I can use to just remote start the car. It's just it's line of sight. It's two hundred fifty feet. It's radio frequency, so ah. it's not even line of sight. It's two hundred fifty feet, which is pretty, which is bad, pretty good, right? But you just wanted a little something extra. I want a little something extra. Do you know how much my remote start is? For three years, I was gonna say it was five bucks a month, but uh, there's a one year plan and a three year plan. You want you want to know the first year is free, by the way, for nice. the cost of the device. Okay. Um, what do you think a three three year plan costs? Uh, I, I I really wouldn't know. The, my the month the you tell me how far off I am. Okay, the, the amount in my head is seventy nine ninety nine. It's half that. Thirty five dollars. Thirty nine dollars. Wow. Thirty nine ninety nine. What are you paying for, though? What? What are you paying for? I pay. I pay. Well, see, here's the thing, because I am actually paying for a service. The, I have to pay service. for the four G uh, service of the device that's in the car. So it'd be like it'd be like I, I'd pay more for that if I put my own SIM card in the fucking thing. Yeah, I'd be paying ten bucks a month. So Todd, for reference, uh, Tab so, could go on, could get in a plane, could could Uber from his place, get into a plane. Go to France for some reason. Yeah, and then I could call Tabo and say, "Hey, I need to use the Mustang real quick." And you could, you could just unlock the door. Like, unlock. oh, hey, I left, I left my uh, my oh, wallet in the Mustang. Yeah, and I could be like, "Oh yeah, hold on one second, let me unlock the doors and push the button, and the doors unlock, and he get into it, and he close the door." Yeah. and and this is all, this is all hardware that I own and control. Yeah, so I can just go in and disconnect that if I ever want to. But like, even if I had like, a, even if I had a copy of your key. Yeah, I could still you could you could be somewhere else in the world, and I could call you up and be like, "Hey, just for shit and giggles, turn the car on while I'm in it." <laughs> yeah, or, or, or you know, I could I could text Dick right now in L.A. Right, I'd be like, "Hey, Dick, download this app, install on your phone. Here's my login credentials. Now start my car." Yeah. yeah. In fact, there's actually there's a guest mode. See, I yeah. could set up guest credentials in my car. So, I bet you BMW hadn't thought of this shit. Yeah. So <laughs> let's say let's say I'm out of town and you're using the car for the week and you're like, hey, I, can I use the remote start? I'm not leaving you my phone. No. But what I can do is set up. I can set up credentials and be like, this is Tim. Tim's account is this. He has access to my car for the next six days. And then at the end of six days, you can't fuck with my car anymore. That's great. But if you ever borrow it again, I can go, hold on, let me turn your account back on. Boop. And you, you have put, access to the car. Could you set like a speed limit and all that? No, because no, all mine strong. does is, is only wired into the doors and the trunk and the ignition. Yeah, he let me borrow his car, but it's like 
peaks out at like 10 miles per hour. <laughs> That's what the BMW is going to have. Like, yep, sorry, yep. you only paid for the 50 mile an hour package. You're going to have to upgrade and it'll pop up on your screen while you're the driving. Package? Like, we can tell you're headed to the hospital to have your newborn child. Would you like to go faster? <laughs> That'll be $59.99 a year for 16 years. You sign this contract right now. Press your thumb against the display to approve. Needle emitting in three, two, <laughs> one. That is absolutely absurd. Well, like, wouldn't it just be easier for you to just be like, um, all right, we made a we made a car that has none of the features. It's a fifty thousand dollars, or you can buy a car with all the features for sixty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. The pro the, this is this is the same thing that happened to video games, right? With yeah. the games of service day one D no day one DLC. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So like, uh, I just played the Wolverine game. You said it would be fun, and you were right; it was fun. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's a DLC code that came with a brand new copy of the game for mm-hmm. a new uh, challenge arena. Yeah. And you can't get that anymore, at all. Oh, because it's old. Yeah. Because it's old, so it's just gone. Uh, I have the game, I beat the game, but I can never 100% complete the game because I can't access that arena, and that arena is tied into the achievement for 100% completion. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they basically like took a part of the game away from you in order to sell it back to you, and now they're, they want to do that with cars. And that, was, that was during the era of uh, the online pass, the game pass, yeah, because, game passes and because stuff. they wanted stop the secondhand market because they were tired of the secondhand market they don't want you to be able to sell your bmw yeah i sold my bmw for uh 40 grand i trade i was able to trade it in because it had all of the features versus now it's like yeah um you can trade in your bmw but we're only gonna pay you 20 grand because you know it's gonna cost me service to have fucking heated seats i know the switch is right there i can see it that's the thing like my car uh, this is another thing that I, is is completely disappearing in vehicles is the ability to service and upgrade your own vehicle. Mm-hmm. Like my car, I can put heated seats in my car. Just just take the covers off, put in the heated seat elements, throw in a switch, and boom, yep. heated seats. But you can't can't do that anymore. They don't make spare parts. It's oh it's my god. Because they don't they don't make cars anymore. No, they make devices. They make, big it, fancy devices. The big fancy computers in what you go to work in. Speaking of big fancy devices, you know what might be coming to town? What? Tesla factory. That's right. We're on the list, and Elon Musk was here last week to inspect Tulsa and look about. So this would be awesome. I would love to see Tulsa as the new Tulsa Tesla. It's one letter off. Come on. You think he uh, said anything about all the road construction? Uh, He probably said he probably said the N word if I had to guess, and or he called someone a pedophile. I trolled the dude on Twitter for like a day because I got a promoted post that was uh, about high school athletics, follow high school athletics, blah, blah, blah. And whenever I get promoted posts, I, re- I reply to them with really rude things. So they uh-huh. block me. Yeah. yeah. So I reply, I replied to that post and I was like, anybody who's interested in high school sports is a pedophile that is, doesn't have, isn't a, pl- a parent or family of a player <laughs> is a pedophile. And this dude came in and was like, Oh, uh, what? I'm like, why are you trying to defend yourself so hard for being a pedophile? <laughs> and I just spun him up and he kept going. He would not stop replying. And I just kept saying dumber and dumber things to him. And then eventually I was just like, I'm trolling you, man. And he's still going. I'm like, I am trolling you. What are you doing? (laughs) Maybe I was reverse trolled. Oh, I'm a lot dumber than you think I am. Oh, no. Well, this has been the Rick Cater News Network. Definitely not fake news. 
Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know what it doesn't take care of? What? Uh, buying more fireworks. And if you want to help <laughs> us with some more fireworks, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have four tiers. We have the one-buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our two-buck tier, where we do the random bits and bobs. Uh, I think we're going to do a Joker before and after this month. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if we ever <laughs> get not? around to it. Uh, and then we have our five-buck tier. We drop the hate and talk about what's great in our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. And finally, we have our 10-buck tier, where you, the fans, submit a film... You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch it. Uh, the voting is probably closed by the time this episode airs, but uh, the movies this month are Batman 66, Independence Day Resurgence, and I forgot the other two. It was uh, Good Burger. Good Burger. And... Uh, the Transporter. The Transporter, yeah. 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 I haven't seen that in a I have not seen that in a long, long time, probably since high school. Yeah. I haven't seen those yeah. any of those movies. But I remember really, really enjoying them at the time. And I wish they had kept making them, but good instead of three. They did a TV show. They did a show. TV show, yeah. 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 Well, uh, that takes care of all of our plugs. So why don't we jump back to some issues, Tim? What's your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Quibi. Is that the uh, new streaming app? That's the new... That's the, well, it's... <laughs> It's not new anymore because, you know, everything's only new uh, for about a week these days. But, yeah, that Qu- Quibi is that that new uh, new streaming app. Um, here's the thing. Quibi, when they were just getting start as a startup, right, they raised $1.75 billion. $1.75 billion? Yeah. With a B? Yeah, with a B. Holy fuck. That's a lot of money. Uh, it is a lot of money because Quibi um, Quibi is the brainchild of Jeffrey Katzenberg. Do you know who that is? Uh, wasn't he the head of uh, Disney? Disney, yeah. And co-founded DreamWorks. Okay. Um Yeah, so it's That's like that's like a clever name someone would use in Skyrim for a Khajiit. Jeffrey Katzenberg. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am uh, Jeremy Katzenberg of the Khajiit tribe from Ilswear. Quick bites, big stories, right? Yes, um, yes. Quick bites, big stories. So big titty, less story. That's the Pornhub <laughs> motto. <laughs> <laughs> so their whole, their whole Quibi's whole thing is like basically you. Um, they they here's what they thought, and I say thought because uh, Quibi already looks like it's going under. Really? Uh huh. Wow. Um. Quibi thought that, like, well, everyone uses their phones. Everyone likes ingesting media on Netflix or YouTube or Twitter or what have you. That must mean that everyone will love, like, Hollywood quality, like, stories, but, like, at, like, 10 minutes at a time on and on also on your phone. Only on your phone? Yeah. Oh, no thanks. <laughs> exactly. I hate watching shit on my phone. <laughs> I bought a 55-inch screen TV because I fucking hate small screens. Yeah, but now pretend you're a like a TikToking, YouTubing, Twitter-scrolling, Animal Crossing uh, millennial okay, slash okay. Zoomer. I'm going to pretend on... that, right? Okay. And I do like watching it on my phone, Okay. but I also like watching it on my TV. 
Okay, but you can't watch it on your TV when um, you're you're taking your big city public transportation to your uh, unpaid internship. Uh, no, I can't. So in that case, maybe you would like a free three month trial of Quibi. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and isn't it just based on uh, stories about today's biggest stars? Like, from, well, so here that's the other who catch, the fuck right? Cares about that. So, it, so if the one point seven five billion dollars wasn't the the big starter thing, it was that. Well, we've got all this A list talent, like, like, um, Will so. Smith. Uh, Blum. Will Smith is on Facebook. Blumhouse is is in on it. No, the uh, the horror. Okay, they I know probably that should do it. Yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi is supposed to do a horror anthology. Cool. Uh, Idris Elba is doing a, a a show about car stunts. Amazingly, I know all of these names. Yeah. Uh, do you know who Chrissy Teigen is? I I've heard the name. She's uh John Legend's wife. John Legend's a. John Legend looked like our high school drama teacher. That's the only thing I know yes. about John Legend. But he could, but it could actually sing. Yeah, freaking legend. Um, legend, legends of the fall. The Kardashians. Oh, it's gonna be a big no for me. Uh, they're going. They so they went after like regular movie scripts. Yeah, and then adapted them into the ten minute chunk. The ten minute chunk thing. Um, they went after a bunch of like blacklisted scripts. Um, what is the difference between this and YouTube? Or TV Guide, the little book you used to get. Exactly. Here's the thing: is like we already have all this. You're just yeah. like curating it to be about Hollywood, which I already hate. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'd much rather. I would much rather watch like a ten minute student film uh-huh. uh, where they put their heart into it and like they had an interesting concept and they maybe didn't execute it perfectly, uh-huh. than watching Facebook? a ten minute version of a big Hollywood blockbuster that sucks. Exactly. Um, and it's a bad time too for Hollywood. Like, what a time! Well, so that's like that. Out. That is what people are. The big killer, speculating. Like, was this killed by the pandemic? No, Hollywood was fucked before that. Um. So they got everyone involved. They got my favorite director involved somehow. Guillermo del Toro. They got del Toro yeah. involved. He said he was going to try and actually use the. Who do you like better? Uh, Guillermo del Toro, El, El, El Toro Trejo. Fuerte from uh, <laughs> Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> El Toro Fuerte. Um, My answer is, of course, El Toro Fuerte. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were going to do he unscripted. Is the greatest. They, they have a, they, they're also doing unscripted uh, stuff, uh, which. Here are the two examples um, that I love. Like so Wiener Wednesdays. So uh, part of this comes from a, a lot of this comes from a, a large. I mean, everyone knows that Quibi is not doing great anyways. But uh, Vulture has this huge uh, expose on on the the workings of Quibi. Um, wow, Michael Keaton has his own press blog. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so for the on the on unscripted side, one idea was called Barkitecture. Which was <laughs> about dog houses, about exotic luxury dog kennels. Uh, <laughs> how does how is that not just like uh, I I built this dog house for my dog, and then it's just a guy standing yeah. there in his yard. He just points at it. Yep. He's like, I think it looks nice. <laughs> uh, and the other one was called Dishmantled, 
in which two blindfolded chef contestants are blasted with a cannon load of mystery food gloop and then must identify the ingredients by taste, then use them to reconstruct the dish. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on with that? It, it's like it, Gordon uh... Ramsay's fever dream. <laughs> Whatever, he got the he got the COVID and we had this crazy <laughs> fever dream of a show. Yeah. Uh, Got really, um, really drunk one night and like called yeah. the, a guy. Go, well, guy walks into the studio in the morning. He's like, "Oh, I got a message. Uh, you have one message. Beep. Hey, hey, near, near me. I got. Oh man. Oh, oh no. dude. I got a great <laughs> dude. Okay. We take chefs and we shoot them with food, and they got to figure out what it is. <laughs> It's the greatest. It's See how sharp they really are. Yeah. Oh, and then oh oh, I got to see some better. I got a better one. And then and then they gotta they gotta make the food. Oh, it's a million dollar idea, man. <laughs> so uh, Quibi and launched, then, and then there's 25 minutes of yeah. just pocket noise. Yep. <laughs> Quibi launched on April 6th of this year. Of this year, it, on that day, it was it was it it was, was number like, three in Apple's App Store. So what you're saying is that uh, the three month trial just ended. Uh, <laughs> by ah. mid June, uh, it was number two hundred and eighty four. So it dropped two hundred eighty four positions in two months. Two hundred eighty one positions. Yes. It doesn't seem like it has a lot of. Well, here's depth. the other thing: is that here, here, here's what what Ted just said is true: is that Quibi came with the three month trial for everyone. <laughs> and that three month trial. <laughs> It's now over. No one's paying for that shit. <laughs> and so no, and so here's the prices. Actually, um, it's if it's more than four dollars a month, I'm gonna be shocked. It's not super. Uh, let's see, Quibi is five dollars a month. That's five dollars uh, too much. That's yeah. It's that's like three dollars too much. Um, a buck a month. That'd so here's be crazy. here's a couple. Here's some more of the shows they have. Did you know that they, they've got the Rito 911 reboot? I didn't even know there was one. Who does? Like Quibi, Quibi owns it? Quibi, yes. They're producing it and shit? They're producing the... I saw a clip of it, and it was like, yeah, that looks like the guys from Reno 911 just started making episodes again. Um, Of course, no one knows how popular it is. Because they don't release their stats. they don't release their stats. Where, um, where do you see that? You see it on your phone. On Quibi. On Quibi. Like, yeah. Okay, because that's what I want to do is watch... A show on my phone. <laughs> um, there's the Golden Arm, which is the first uh, Raimi horror bit. You might have actually seen a clip from this one because it kind of went viral. Um, it's about a lady with a golden arm, and uh, the they cl- call her Golden Arm. <laughs> <laughs> the clip went viral because it was like hilariously bad. <laughs> Um, no, I didn't see it. And she like, really loves her golden arm. Give me a saw. I gotta I pay the gold. mortgage. Yeah. Um, uh, everyone's also making fun of it. Yeah. Uh, That's what you're doing right now, Tim. Well, so I mean, we're even, gonna get a cease and desist. <laughs> they they brought up like the please the, no bully the late Tim Handlebreaker. Please no bully. <laughs> <laughs> they the they bring up like late night hosts. Um, Making fun of it. 
the guy. So the the this article from Vulture starts with a guy. Oh God, took, you know you know what sounds worse than Quibi? What late night television? Yeah. Oh, uh, the guy. It started out with a guy that took a meeting with Quibi, um, and he walked out of the meeting without a deal because he said it was clear to him that if he didn't have a celebrity attached, they weren't interested. Uh, that's super stupid. Uh, which kind of shows you, you know. That's where all your money's going, yeah. right? Like a, a show with a celebrity, you have to pay celebrity rates. A show with nobody in it, well, they were pay paying. They're paying out the ass. I read this earlier, fifty bucks, and they said they were paying a uh, hundred thousand dollars a minute. What hey, the fuck? You cannot watch this on a smart TV. There's no no it's no. It's only, only on phones. Exclusively for mobile devices. You could put it on your phone it's, and then screencast to your your TV. They've got they've got whole movies. movies. They've got whole movies on your phone. They've got whole movies on on Quibi, and you watch them in seven to ten piece chunks. And your battery runs out on your phone. On your phone, awesome. Uh, movies while like you kill your mobile data. Most dangerous game, which is uh, the mo- it's an adaptation of the most dangerous game, but with uh, uh, a terrible hem with a, a Spider Man comic with the less the lesser Hemsworth. Uh, there's a docu series about uh, Donald Sterling, former Clippers owner. Um, They've also got news programs. Like mm. they've got all the the normal stuff you would see on TV. Here's here's what here's here's how they messed up though, right? Liberal, liberal news. So like I said earlier, Bro. this is all this was all uh Katzenberg's um idea, idea right? From elsewhere. Um him and um what was the other person? It's him and someone else. Hillswaddle. Uh, Cobb's wallop. Let's see. I had it up a minute ago. Robe sucklets. Our story. It was. There's a. These guys. <laughs> Meg Whitman. Yeah. Um, Juan Bonga Vajani. Doug Herzog. Tom Conrad. This is a really. Nicole McCormick. Craig Kerland. Long. Robert Kelly. Gina Sykes. Rob Post. Jim O'Garman. Amberine Tubasi, uh-huh. Jim. Here we Toth. go. Here we go. Whitman. So you said uh, Whitman, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, people have wondered. Th- both of these people are are in their sixties. Katzberg's in his late sixties. Whitman's in early sixties. Yeah. They're not active on social media. Yeah. So people 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 wonder, like, what insight do they have? <laughs> Into the uh, the quote unacknowledged desires of young people interns, right? Yeah, they asked an intern about so it. So the per- the person that wrote this article asked Whitman what TV shows she watches, and, and she said, "I she don't said, watch quote, TV." Quote: "I'm girls. not sure I'd classify myself as an entertainment enthusiast." Uh, 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 and then follow up question: But any particular show she likes, Grant. On the History Channel, it's about President Grant. Oh, wow! Wow. Here's Katzenberg's. This similar is why our media sucks, by the way. Old people, like, like it's every problem. Old people. Katzenberg, on the other hand, is on his phone all the time. Yeah, but he's also kind of one of those old people who he needs to have their emails printed out for him. Oh, really? Uh, by an assistant. Yeah, that is absolutely true. <laughs> um, and when asked. Uh, 
what a show could mean for Quip. Like what? A, like a, if they get if they got a huge hit, uh-huh. like what he would, um, uh, what he would, uh, what he would liken it to. All his touchstones. These, these are the touchstones he believes, right? Of of modern media, America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Siskel and Ebert. Uh, they haven't been on the air in twenty years. Neither is uh, yeah. America's Home. Is it is home it videos. less than that? I mean, when did they they break up? Thirty. No, they were they were in the nineties, but they weren't on TV. In the they were in the nineties. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, it'd be like ninety six. That would be twenty five okay. years. Yeah, sure. And here's the kicker: Jane Fonda's exercise tapes. Are you gonna say sweating to the? Here's my. This is my favorite. This is my favorite part of the article. Richard this is my Simmons. favorite bit in the article because uh, uh, <laughs> thirty-five year old yeah. exercise tapes. Wow. That's what Jeffrey Katzenberger's jerking off to. <laughs> now lift. Now lift. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. Oh, squat. Oh, yeah. Here's squat, Jane. Squat. So here, I, you, this might sound like a, like a, a little bit of a left turn, but uh, Tab, I, I would say you don't have any ill will. Like, there's people you have ill will towards, right? Yeah. Lots you don't of have any... Really? You don't really, really, you don't really have any will, ill will towards Gal Gadot, do you? You just don't care about her. No, I... I uh, well, actually, no, I do have ill will about her my, because of the, the Imagine video. The Imagine video. Okay. Yeah. Outside of that, though. Prior to that, I just, yeah, didn't just care. didn't care. Well, uh, when Gal Gadot came to the Quibi offices and delivered an impassioned speech about wanting to elevate the voices of girls and women, Katzenberg wondered out loud whether she <laughs> might become the new Jane Fonda and do a workout series for Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> Or <laughs> she put on this one piece. Leotard. Oh my god, how out of touch is that? Women need to have voices. Okay, but what if we put you in a leotard and have you do leg lifts for 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and pull them drawers up to your belly button. Yeah, really, really bend over. Let's see that camel toe. I need to see that sweat band on you. Oh wow. Oh man. I'm surprised you didn't get me too for that. That's amazing. Oh, the the next the next large uh, article uh, of the of this the next large paragraph of this article uh, shows some other stuff. Um, is it is it big titty? No. Uh, but yeah, man, it's like that that three month trial is up now, and I don't think anyone wants to pay for it. You know, I, I'm with Jeffrey Katzenberger on this. I want to see Gal Gadot do some be the next Jane Fonda. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure most most red blooded red blooded men. American men would. <laughs> uh, but also, it, <laughs> shouldn't that go to HR? It, it yeah. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he's the head guy, so no oh, one's gonna like, shit. like to say think shit it, about to it. Think to it. think it is one thing, yeah, but to but say it out loud to, to the person face. is ridiculous. <laughs> what it what it it's like it's like sometimes when people are talking to me, uh-huh. right, and I'll say things that are non sequiturs to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Now with me, I listen to everything you said, but my brain is also spinning constantly. Of course. Uh, I can do more than one thing at a time. Yeah. With this guy, I think his brain is just old. And it was yeah. just like, here's the thought. Hey, here's the thought that I had. <laughs> no. 
Who do you think got the reference though? Because it's like a thirty-five-year-old. You know, like people are like, what did he? What, what's that? I think you're right though. He's got one of those tapes in a way. Oh, he's got multiples of those tapes because oh, yeah. yeah. he he watches them so much they go they turn all grainy and stuff. <laughs> he probably had uh, a digitally enhanced. You yeah, know, pops like, it out of the over. pops it out of the machine and pops no he because the it's the sound right. Think about a guy. He's 60 years old, right? So 35 years ago, he was 25, mm-hmm. and he f- stumbled upon a buns of steel Jane Fonda <laughs> workout video. Hey, honey, what's this? And uh, and he started jerking off to it. So it's the sound. He probably has a CRT, like so you get that hum mm-hmm. of the CRT, you get the whir of the VCR. Oh yeah. And he's got like a musty cherry sits oh, in, yeah. and he just jerks off to this. So he's got a stack of them next to that musty chair in his little jerk-off basement. Uh-huh. And when one goes bad, he just ejects it, <laughs> throws it in the trash, and puts it in the un- completely vacuum-sealed, unwraps it, and sticks it in there. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and welcome to Buns of Steel. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> got the audio going up yeah. faster and slower. But here's the thing, man. Like, I can see. Let's see that in slow motion. I can see where you'd be tempted to, like, as a job offer, like, to to join up it with Quibi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're a young uh, professional, and the startup has $1.75 billion in startup money. Yeah. Um, and they've got all these names attached, and it's 2020, right? And... Um, you of course you start working on this late 2019, early 2020, before any of this stuff happens, and they're paying you out the ass. Yep. And then uh, it has to be a money laundering scheme. You think so? Yeah. They got that this money from one place, and now they're kind of using it to distribute to other places, like pay off Sam Raimi for for doing something for him. Why Why would you only have it? For mobile like devices. a Hollywood pedophile ring payoffs. Yeah, yeah. They're just pigeonholed into because, like, like Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi's a bit of an auteur. Yeah. Uh, I just can't. Like, has he ever made a bad movie? Probably. But so to think that he made like something so so something would be ridiculously easy for him. Mm-hmm. So bad. Uh, he, he. I mean, hmm. for a hundred thousand dollars a minute. You know, 10 minutes, it's a million dollars. A million dollars. To make a 10-minute short film? Yeah. That's nothing to him. So he gets he gets paid, you know, he gets paid $700,000 of that. The other $300,000 goes into production and interns and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff in the cast. If he films it, he shoots it over, <laughs> and he cut him that check, and they're like, thanks, Sam. Mm-hmm. You're not going to tell anybody about uh, the Jane Fonda basement, are you? <laughs> yeah, no. I was gonna say he's probably got that recreation of that whole set. He's got all he's got a lot of memorabilia, like the when they were selling the tapes at the store, uh-huh. when they had the cardboard standee in the out oh, in the man. outfit, and uh, and like, eyes that just like a real right like, it's got the faded reds and blues. Yeah, it's all know? faded and whatnot, and there's like there's like weird stains on it. There's a there's a hole cut in the mouth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. What a pervert. What a, Jeffrey Katzenberger is a sexual pervert. He looks kind of odd. Does Maybe he? Maybe it's the no hair. Yeah. Mr. Clean look. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some working out. Well, that's a good issue, Tim. 
You, you know what? You know what? You know what? Here's 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 how they failed. The first thing. The first thing. It's the name. Quibi. Because because I sounds like an anime service. When 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 I heard Tim say it, I misspelled it. When I was searching I didn't for know it. how to say. I didn't know how to say it until. I heard it said out loud. Yeah, because Q U I, it should be B B Y. It's a little bit pretentious. Or Q W I B B Y Quibby. Yep. Or you could just call it like uh, the Jane Fonda Relief Fund, <laughs> and the relief is uh, is the yeah, ch- yeah, yeah. ball yeah. release. <laughs> <laughs> the Jane Fonda Release Fund. That's what it should be. <laughs> uh, well. Here's what I don't get. Protesting after the fact. I am really tired of people being like we get we get to the we get to the end zone, right? Mm-hmm. Problems finished. And now people march out and are like, "Oh, hey, I had a problem with that." You can't protest to something after the fact. Once you've already started it, it's too late. So now people people are like, "Uh, I don't understand uh why Texas is locking down again." Like, hey, um, where were you six weeks ago, two months ago, when I was saying that lockdowns don't work? You shut the fuck up then. But now that there's a problem, now that it affects you, now you want to protest with us. And I kind of just feel like I hate you. Yeah. Years ago, I remember this. I remember this very clearly. Uh, years ago, t- Oklahoma passed uh, gambling. We were allowed gambling in casinos on Indian land, right? And I remember my dad was against it. I don't remember his exact logic for being against uh-huh. it, but he was against it nonetheless. So it passed because he was in the minority. And a couple of years pass, and the casinos start way out in the middle of fucking uh-huh. nowhere. nowhere. And they start getting closer and closer and closer to town. Now we have a bit, what is it, Margaritaville at the River mm-hmm. Spirit Casino? Huge casino at 81st and Riverside. Mm-hmm. Uh, right the, between two... Big shopping centers, shopping centers, floodplain. Yeah. yeah, and it's in a floodplain, so it flooded during the <laughs> flooding last year, which is really funny. Uh, but we have these, you know, they're they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah, downtown. There's, it's not downtown it's not though. Downtown. It's just near downtown. It's near downtown. Uh, but anyway, so that happened. The casinos came, and then an Indian tribe. I don't remember the name of the tribe. They purchased some land mm-hmm. in Broken Arrow. And Broken Arrow yes, is a suburb right. of yes. Tulsa, and it's where Asian. it's where the white people that don't want to deal with minorities live. Yes, if yeah, you want to live in the much. white suburbs of safety, you move to Broken, Broken Arrow, Arrow. Yeah. and your kids go to Broken Arrow High School mm-hmm. and the Broken Arrow schools, where they have a bunch of money because they have a huge tax base and they have uh, a gigantic high school. They learned to look down their nose. Second only to Jinx and, and being obnoxious white people, by the way. Because <laughs> uh, there there are black people in Broken Arrow, but I don't think there are any black people in Jinx. Yeah. There are. Oh, really? I, I, I specifically know a black guy that went to Jinx High School. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, they're, they're... Crazy to me. Anyway, so they, they, they bought this land. They started building a casino, and they got through, like, uh, what the casinos did in Oklahoma, a lot of them. Now they're these huge, magnificent buildings, but a lot of them started out well, as trailer homes. Yep. With little pass-throughs welded together, and they were just filled with gambling machines. And then, and so they spent like 
They spent like $100,000 to do that, and then they just let the money roll in, and they built these. They built the giant Hard Rock Casino. They built the giant River Spirit. All the Osage mm-hmm. casinos are huge now, have huge stages and lighting systems and sound systems and blah, 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 blah. So they, they had their trailer homes up, and they were getting close to opening, and all the people in Broken Arrow were like, Whoa, 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 Broken Arrow. <laughs> you can't have a casino in Broken in Broken Arrow. And it was like, and so uh, everybody was real upset about it. My fa- parents lived in Broken mm-hmm. Arrow. And my stepmom said to my dad, like, you should go to the city council meeting about this. And he was like, I'm not going to the city council meeting. She's like, well, we, it needs to be her and blah, 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 blah. He's like, I'm not going to the city council meeting. If this people wanted this to stop, they would have voted against the gambling mm-hmm. two years ago. It's too late now. They decided they wanted it. And now they're pissed off, not in my backyard. And he, he was through with them because you can't protest after the fact. Nope. We allowed I, the, the gambling. Tribe. It's too late. It's going to keep on going until eventually, this is why the Creek Nation bought the fucking rights to the Expo Square, because there's going to be a casino on the fairgrounds before 2030, I'll bet you. Yeah, yeah. And they are just they are just biding their time, and they're ready I mean, to go. Because we already, already have horse races. Yeah. They already have management of, the, of what used to be Expo Square. It was the Quick Trip Center for a while, and I was like, hey, that's great. You know? I mean, they already tore down the stadium, didn't they? The old driller stadium is torn down, yeah, yeah. But we still have the horse track, which is right next door to the stadium. So we're they're they're poised, like they. I know which, that by they the way, have, that's gambling. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, that was the only gambling in Oklahoma and Tulsa was, for yeah. a long time. Yeah, uh, I know that they already have plans for all that. And the second it gets past, the horse track is gone, and a big fucking casino pops up at Fifteenth and Yale. Because the health department's gone from there. That whole corner is empty except for the horse races. And the opposite corner's big splash, now Safari Joe's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be too late. You cannot protest things after it's too late. People going up to be like, oh, we need to protect these statues. It's too late. We already lost that battle. Yep. You're done. You have you have no argument anymore. We tried to stop it when it was young. You gotta you gotta stop this stuff. A fire, you have to stop the fire when it's a spark. Because otherwise you just gotta let it burn itself out. And that's where we are now. None of us pro none of us did anything about the problem when it started. And now we're all protesting after the fact. If we had if we had pushed on police brutality and violence from the police force a long time ago, before George Kirby was killed. In a racist, a racially motivated crime by a white man. And that's exactly what happened. His name's George Kirby. It was racially motivated. And all the facts are ignorable. But we only care about these things when they first happen. It's like, hey, we got a police brutality problem. And then we'll bitch about that for like three weeks. And then it's like, okay. And we go back to not giving a fuck. Yeah. And that's what they're counting on. They're counting on us to just that's why that's why all these group these cities were like, yeah, we're gonna look into defunding the police. Cause they're like, oh, we'll just give them this little yeah. branch yeah. and let it go. You have to you have to push on this stuff before it happens. You have to know that it's coming. I knew this stuff was coming because of what they did, because I'm smarter than the people who didn't see it coming. And I tried, I said something. I tried to go about my life as normal. Yep. It's too fucking late now. I can't 
I can't go to my job and be like, hey, we should have shows again because everyone's retarded. I said it. I said it in meetings months ago that this is stupid and we shouldn't be doing this. And I was ignored. And now that everyone's losing their job around me, they're like, oh, I wish we hadn't. I was like, well, maybe if (laughs) any fucking other one of you had said literally anything when I made the point, but you all sat silent because you're a fucking coward. And now that it actually affects you, now you're pissed off. Fuck off. You're not part of my team, okay? I'm a team of one. I can fucking outshout every fucking one of you all day long. Go away. I don't want you. I don't want to be on your team. I want to be on the team that tries to stop problems in their tracks, not the not the team that goes, hey, that train that just passed through here and smashed a bunch of stuff, that was a big problem. We didn't like that. Like, oh, cool, cool. Thanks. Thanks for chiming in. Really appreciate it. But you know what that takes? Ten minutes earlier. There's some crazy guy on the train tracks trying to stop that train. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's I I'm so I'm so tired. I'm so so fucking tired of just like the continued the way the way we lose sight of problems. Then we go, hey, uh, that was a problem. Uh, I did my best. Nobody has nobody has any passion for anything anymore. They get angry for ten minutes, and then they get worn out, and they're like, they're standing. It's like uh, it's like running for the ice cream man, right? Except in this <laughs> analogy, the ice cream man never stops. Yep. And they're they they get out there. The ice cream man's a block away, and they're they're just <sighs> fuck. I thought the ice cream man was gonna stop. I mean, I was chasing him this whole time, and I mean, just nothing. It's like, yeah, um, hey, idiot, maybe if you'd run out in the street when you first heard the music and stood there so the Irish man couldn't get past your house, instead of running out after you saw him go by, you'd have ice cream now. Mm-hmm. Instead, we have nothing. Because the ice cream man profiled me <laughs> and wouldn't stop in this analogy. Uh, you can't, you cannot, you I guess you can, but I really want I really want to like brand you with the I was a coward for 3 months and now I have a problem with things. Uh-huh. Uh because all these all these conservatives who were not were silent. Silent on paid off. the the anti-lockdown protesters didn't have anything to say about them of encouragement or condemnation. Suddenly are like, "Uh we need to condemn these Black Lives Matter protesters." Uh, cause they're going to spread the, the Kung flu. It's like, do you like, do you actually mean that? Or you, <laughs> do you just disagree with them? And now yeah. you're using it as a political tool. Cause you're kind of a piece of shit. Hey, if man, you do that. Yeah, whatever, whatever you think about those protests, they're still going on. The black lives matter protests. There hasn't been a day without one. In yeah. A major but, city but in more than a month, but the news got tired of it. I know. <laughs> so they stopped reporting it. Cause they're like, this isn't stirring up no, enough fear. Not. We need to go back to the, now there's a bubonic plague coming. And of course they're like, bubonic plague has been found. And the, the byline isn't, and we have had a cure for about <laughs> 700 years. Also, uh, this news story pops up every two years, in, but it's also but in America instead. Yeah, it was even on an episode of House. <laughs> like it pops up and affects three people. It's like what? Oh, they got bubonic plague. Give them the bubonic plague shot. Hey, you're better now. 
Yeah. Isn't it just a bar of soap? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, we just, we just like you keep, you keep protesting after the fact. It's like the the, the Republicans that are whether whether you agree with them or not. Oh, we're going to repeal and replace Obamacare, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to repeal and replace it. Where were you? Where were you when it was passed, though? Because kind of too late now. Like it's it's passed. We've we figured out that this is the problem, and now it exists. And uh, the thing about the thing about legislation, which is great, is that it never goes away. The Patriot Act still is fucking us. Yeah, you know, it's been twenty years. It was passed in a moment of crisis. Yep. And this is the other thing people can't say. Patriot Act uh, caused a huge amount of trouble and a huge invasion of civil liberties, and it came after a moment of crisis, and we needed to do something. And now you're telling me to wear a mask in a moment of crisis. Do you not see how that like those are the same thing? Those are <laughs> totally like- different. Those are not the same at all. Because one of them is a one of them was the Patriot Act, and the other is a, vi- a deadly virus. Like I get it. You don't understand analogies. Yeah. It's almost like we should have something in between. Legislation and uh, I don't know, and I <laughs> an idea that uh, that uh, specifically deals in times of with times of crisis. Uh, yeah, it should just be a big nothing because otherwise, uh, if you if you create this caveat right where you go, hey, um, we're going to make all these rules, but they don't apply in a time of crisis. You might as well not have the rules because the first person that can create an endless crisis has all the power. It's like what happened in Star Wars. Palpatine manufactured a crisis yeah. and then used, I mean, literally yeah. manufactured that crisis and then used the crisis in the episode one to become chancellor. Then he made a new crisis and with that, created a big war where he got all the emergency powers, and then he killed the Jedi and turned into an ugly butthead. Yeah, but here's the problem with that is that uh, those those green alien dudes are racist caricatures of Asian <laughs> people. <laughs> uh, it's so blatantly obvious. She's like, what's the opposite of yellow? Green. <laughs> Asians got small squinty eyes. These guys got huge <laughs> oval ass eyes. Why can't they say they're ours? They can't. <laughs> yeah. But it's fine because it's, it's space, baby. It's space. <laughs> yeah. We can have that racist pot. Okay. Chosen ra- a puppeteen that we are getting into your <laughs> trade. Only a racist or a prejudiced person would see that, though. It's like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pro, again, protesting after the fact, being like, "I'm not going to subscribe to CBS All Access." What the fuck what was that? That was a uh, gilded going off. I'm not going to subscribe to CBS All Access for season two of Picard, but you subscribed to season mm-hmm. one, so which inflated their numbers. Which inflated which their numbers. Yeah, that's why I torrented it. Was, it. Yeah. Uh, you have to, you have to know, you have to know that the thing is going now. If we watched season one of Picard and it was great, mm-hmm. I would have subscribed to CBS All Access. Actually, I probably wouldn't have. But if I if I didn't hate everything else they made, if the, this is their first series, right? Discovery, mm-hmm. Picard, whatever, and it was good. And I was like, wow, this is real Star Trek. I would have, I would subscribe to the service retroactively and stay subscribed when they do Star Trek content. Mm-hmm. But it was all garbage, so I'm not going to give them one dime. Yeah. I'm not going to give them 
the benefit of that money. You have to stop it in its tracks. You have to, God damn it. You have to allow these things to fail like Quibi. We needed, everyone needed to boycott Quibi from the beginning. Yep. But we're not going to do that. We're going to keep on bitching and moaning. Oh, they want to put in a casino on Broken Arrow now. Now I've got a problem with it. I don't want to wear a mask. I was totally okay with the lockdown, but now that I don't want to wear a mask, it's like fuck fuck off. You were you were a, you were telling me what an idiot I was 2 months ago and now you got to pretend like we're on the same team. Get fucked. You are the reason why they can mandate the mask. You allowed the lockdown so they mandated the mask. If you had if you had done said anything about the lockdown, we wouldn't have masks now. It's too late. You have allowed to, you have now granted them emergency powers. Anytime there's an outbreak, they're gonna go, we're gonna activating our outbreak clause. Pandemic response team is here to uh steal your civil rights, and then you need to thank us for it. So that's that's my issue. Protesting after the fact. That's all I got. Do you have anything about that, Tim, that you want to say? Um, I do. You know what? Uh, here's what I do get. Protesting after... Protesting. But, but like, after... But on the second time, where the first time I should have protested. Yeah. Um, I love doing it. Well, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. <laughs> to the handle breaker. I'm sad. Catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call into the Here's What I Get hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can leave us a voicemail in the Discord in the voicemail upload channel like Goose... One did literally just now. 9.25 p.m. It's now 9.47 p.m. It's crazy he managed to do that. Uh, I'm going to play that in just a second. Crap. I just closed the voicemail. I have an idea of what the uh, thumbnail's going to be this week. <laughs> yeah, if my company started asking me questions about Black Lives Matter and all that shit, no matter how innocuous or like, oh, we're going to be on your site, even if you disagree with us, I would flat out refuse. I'd just be like, you know what? No. Like, if they sat me down, oh, we're just going to ask you a couple questions. And they started asking me something. And it's just like, nope, not doing this. Fucking walking right out. And because just like Tab said, it's like, yeah, you're going to get fucking fired. And if you don't get fired, the video's going up. They know your name and where you work. And, yeah, not even going to fucking risk it. Yeah, that's fucking horseshit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Tim. Fucking horror shit. <laughs> uh, here's the one from Goose One. Hey, Triple T. Just wanted to call in and let you guys know that you definitely need to ban Dead Helm from calling in to the voicemails. I don't know what kind of psychopath goes from, oh, yeah, if I had a gun, if I had a legal gun, it, I would have killed that bitch. I would have committed murder. <laughs> and then in the next breath is, oh, I I would boogaloo if, if my daddy let me. If my daddy was boogalooing, I, w- I would go too. But... 
if Dan Helm, if I ever figure out that you have a gun of any kind, I even if it's a BB gun, I'm personally banning the Second Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> we we've got a tier for it on the Patreon. I, I, actually, the tier doesn't ex- exist. Uh, it's just a. It's just a. Uh, it's like a hidden tier, right? If you donate the fifty dollars, uh-huh. I'll get with you privately about who gets banned. Oh, yeah. there you go. But uh, I, I can make it a real tier, I guess. Here's another one from the voicemail hotline. Hey, heard you guys were shitting on government workers, and I kind of want to call in and pile on. So <laughs> uh, I used to be a government worker. Uh, Same. Worked for the city, actually, uh, at Same. the local library. And <laughs> obviously, I, all I was doing was stocking, you know, restocking the, the books after, you know, people return them, put them back on the shelf, organize them, whatever. Easy enough job. I was 18 at the time. But one thing is I was paid way too much to do that. <clears throat> so when minimum wage was about, I think it was like seven twenty-five or $8 an hour, I was getting paid $12 an hour to stock books. Fucking retarded. And then I also got another story I've been going through lately. Um, I'll go ahead and pull a dead helm and call you back so I can explain it. It's not too long, and hopefully it'll be a lot more uh, interesting than his dumbass voicemails. That's a lot of call after dead helm this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blood in the water, buddy. Uh, this, one's, this one is uh, nothing. Six seconds of silence. Hey guys, Dead Elm. Uh, here's oh what no. I don't get. So, you know, I'm patriotic. I, despite what this country is turning to because of fucking people bitching at one another. Oh, I thought I was about to say right, black people. <laughs> we're both bitching at one another because of reasons. And, <clears throat> I. You know, don't get is uh, how am I racist if I love this country? So you know, I was raised mostly by my grandpa, no, that is my grandpa, sad. my mom, and my grandma was there, but you know, it wasn't really. It was more nagging, uh, less you know, trying to help me out. And she, uh, I got, I get called, I just got called racist recently because I support America. I understand that the country is not what you guys want it to be, but you gotta fucking change your goddamn communities, you pieces of shit. Instead of fucking every dude and within a mile radius, I'm wondering why you don't fucking. You're like, oh, this is so depressed, bro. Oh my god, I'm so depressed because I smoke weed on Snapchat. How about you go fuck it? I like some of these bitches actually need Jesus. Like, you know, some people say that, like, ironically, but no, they actually just need, like, somebody to, like, talk to at this point. It's like, no, you don't need to fuck a dude and every, every dude in your mile I think they need a uh, strong you need male to get role model. fucking life together. Just stop fucking every dude, ever, and then wonder why you're depressed and fuck pot on Snapchat. Work within your community, start within your household, and fucking make yourself happy at home. Because once you're happy at home, you're happy everywhere fucking else. And then close your tab and then you fucking fight people with open chest wounds or whatever the fuck. But, you know, I get it. it You know, nobody's home is perfect, but you can work towards making your home better. So fucking stop 
going are yeah, you don't get it. I'm a female born after nineteen ninety three and you know, eat hot chip fly and McDonald's. Like, fuck off, Brad. I don't need your shit. But fucking thanks for your voice. Speaking of making your home perfect, I don't think I announced this last no, week, but I'm moving. So. Yeah. I, uh, I'm moving into a home, like an actual house that stands separate from other buildings. Yeah, it's in Alaska, so we'll have some, we'll go back to the old <laughs> it's got indoor uh, plumbing? Uh, Discord. Or, or yeah, not only, not only does it have indoor plumbing, but I have my own second house. Mm-hmm. I have two houses now. <laughs> I am the 1%. Yep. Get fucked, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> hey, and you can't sublet it, right? I can, you yes. Can, yeah. Yeah, that's good. yeah, so if anyone wants to move to Oklahoma and live in behind in my <laughs> in, backyard. In a tiny five-by-five five house. Lord of the land. Uh, you can call me at on the Discord hotline, and I'll be taking applications. <laughs> uh, for once, Dead Helm was, uh, was onto something there. Black, black, black or white, man, you either hate America or you love it, and if you love it, you're a terrible person. Yeah, so that, that's what people, like Colin Kaepernick this weekend was like, America is a racist country and celebrating on the 4th of July is bad. But which is crazy because when Obama was president, he was totally fine with the 4th of July. <laughs> uh, I, I like, you can, that's the crazy thing to me is that the Black Lives Matter movement went from we're against police brutality, which everyone agrees with, mm-hmm. to uh, we want to destroy Confederate monuments because they're losers and it's racist, which. Most people can understand the motivations of, but mm-hmm. uh, but you know personally I disagree with it. Uh, to now just being like America is fundamentally bad and we need to destroy it. Get the and fuck like, out! Uh, man. Why don't you fucking leave then? Because no. I, I like America. I think it's great. So do I. I don't think it's perfect. No, but I think it's it's fucking way better. Did Did you hear Trump's speech at the Mount Mount Rushmore? No, I heard. I saw. News where they said that it was racially divisive. No, no, I saw I saw quotes from it. Um, I read it. Yeah, I've read a lot of speeches, and I think it is up there with Lincoln's uh, second inaugural, the Gettysburg Address. He's probably Kennedy at Rice. Each writers you can buy. George Washington's farewell. Um, it's one of the greatest speeches by a sitting American president in our history. Huh? Yeah, it's a it's a. Uh, it's amazing. It's an amazing yeah. speech. It's it. It's uh, was it divisive? No, no. I think it was. I think it. It spoke a lot of unity and and um, and our strength as a people and why we need to work together. Okay, I have one more voicemail. It's the one that was teased previously. Oh, and I have one. I have one here from unknown. And the transcription is a survey. Do you want to hear what the robot has to say? Yes. Automatic telephone surveys. Your participation is very important. We ask you Finally. to please answer a simple question regarding the president's elections in 2020. Oh, no. Para español, presione uno. Go ahead and press one. If the 2020 presidential election was held today, would you vote to re-elect Donald Trump or vote for Joe Biden? No, no, Donald Trump business. from the Republican Party. Press two on your telephone keypad. Joe Biden from the Democratic Party. Press three. Neither other. Press four. Who's that? Don't know. Refused. Press five. Press zero to listen again. You know what I would press if I was given this uh, this presidential poll? What? Three. Is it true? (laughs) No. 
He just wanted to play the numbers. I just want to fuck with the numbers. Yep. <laughs> Fucking with the numbers. All right. Last one. It's a tease story. Here we go. So here's part two of uh, stupid government employees. So a little backstory. I got laid off the, this past December. Uh, filed for unemployment. Took about a month and a half to get any kind of fucking money, but eventually got it. Nice. Uh, finally got so a job this past February. Uh, started President's Day week. So it was like February 17th or 18th or whatever was President's Day. So obviously I just got hired. Uh, I have that day off and I'm not technically an employee yet. So I didn't get holiday pay. So I just worked Tuesday through Friday, you know, 32 hours, whatever. So for that week of my unemployment, like a dumbass, for whatever reason, I was like, oh yeah, I didn't work that day, but you know, I did work 32 hours. So they're like, oh, here's fucking 80 bucks for the day you missed. And then went on from there. Come to find out, they did a, quote, audit of my, you know, reported workings and, you know, shit like that. And from what, you know, they sent me this paper, they're like, oh, your company said you got paid this amount. And it turned out it was, you know, for 40 hours. And they're like, you know, you got to send us proof, you know, uh, this is true or false, you know, and if it's, you know, if you committed fraud, you know, we're, uh, you gotta pay unemployment insurance fraud, then you got to pay it back or whatever. So it's like, uh, no, my pay stub perfectly reflects, you know, that I got paid the amount I reported. Send that into them. They're like, okay, you know, we understand. We got, you know, we see your pay stub, and you know, you're good. You're good to go. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, we'll fi- we'll file this away. Don't even worry about it. Fucking so get another one of those things that says, you know, like, hey, you got to pay or send proof. But you know, and like, you know, text in the further bottom, it's like, but if you've already sent in proof, then disregard this. Guess what I got a fucking couple weeks ago? Final notice, you must fucking pay your, you know, your uh, overdraft or whatever for the unemployment insurance. How hard was it for the dumb fucks to file away my fucking paperwork? It's just fucking mind-blowing. I eventually just ended up paying the fucking... Uh, it was it was literally like ninety two bucks that they overpaid me, including penalties and, and the taxes. taxes and shit like that. But the main kicker was they're like, if there's a you know if there's something wrong, you know, call them and contact them. Guess what hours they are open that you could call and talk to them about it? Ten to four. They were only open Monday through Friday, eight a.m. to twelve p.m. What Holy kind of shit! Is that? They're open four yeah, hours fuck a day. The government workers they get paid way too much. And they're all worthless retards. So uh, a lot of people know that my sister has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Every fucking year, every single fucking year, yep. every fucking year, we have to prove that she has Down syndrome. <laughs> to the point that, like, the first year it had, it happened, it had, it was like every other year for a while, and now it's every year. And so a few years ago, she, we had to prove it again, and you have to go get your doctor to say to prove that they can still be on disability so the first year the doctor was like all right uh that's weird but here's a letter and the letter was real nice and formal and dr shaba blitz uh-huh. uh dds why he gotta be jewish man <laughs> it's a lady why your fictional doctor gotta be jewish it's a lady and she actually is jewish why she gotta be jewish man? I, I don't know because that's the doctor that was available <laughs> so then the next year 
Uh, we had to prove it again, and we call her, and she's like, uh, uh, okay. So she just pulls up last year's letter, mm-hmm. changes the date, mm-hmm. prints it out, re-signs it, and gives it to us. And the third year we call her, she goes, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and we're like, nope, we do this every year. And, and so she wrote a new letter, and it was spicy. <laughs> nice. It just contained some Yiddish. And it was like, like really- Tab's sister <clears throat> does... By my diagnosis as a as a medical doctor is that Tab's sister does still have Down syndrome, which, as you know, is a medical condition and therefore has no cure currently with our medical science. She will have this lifelong condition for the remainder of her life, barring any uh, future development of genetic therapies that can somehow cure this. <laughs> And or miracles, or yeah, and so like the first two letters were like business, business style, and kind of long, and this one was just like Loves three off. sentences. Doctor Shaba Blitz, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I it was, and then I and I think but it now, makes sense, man. Like they should have some type of sense to their, you know. Nope all they all they have is is machines. Right, yep. and you gotta. Mm-hmm. The, there's a guy. The people there don't even think. They're just like machines. Say, girl, need proof. Well, it's our policy. Pull the lever to send, and then the proof comes in. They're like, pull lever to say proof. Yes, good. Me, good job. Now I gotta go home. It's almost lunchtime. I gotta make stuff <laughs> for lunchtime. Oh, it's unbelievable, unbelievable the way bureaucracy and foolhardiness. I would have fought through that ninety-two dollars. Fuck them. Well, that's it. That's all our voicemails. Thank you to all of our callers. Thank you to everybody who listened this week. Thanks to all our Patreon supporters. Uh, we've had a lot of people migrating uh, that used to be part of the new Project 2. So welcome back or welcome for the first time mm-hmm. to the Patreon. And uh, I haven't heard from anybody about... We'll ma- try not to get ass blasted. By Patreon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Look at... They're just going to go back to like the old episode one when it was Chaco and Buck uh-huh. and they were like real heavy MAGA stuff. Yeah. And they'll be like, that, that's what, that must be what this podcast is still like. It's been four years, but yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks. Can you believe that? It's going to be, we're going to have, be on the, up to four years here in, by, the, by the November election. Yep. Yep. It's a wild. Yeah. Well, Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week.